Blog Talk Radio. God damn it. Alright, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold the fuck on for one more day. Ten years ago, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire... Submitted for nobody's approval, it is the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Brought to you as always by BackpagePress.com and by the number one non-updated hockey site in all the land, LCSHockey.com. LCS, bringing the jean jacket back. Yeah, I don't even know what the fuck that means. Alright, so uh, let's see if Mike Dell's here. Uh... He wasn't here at the top of the show. Is this actually him? Mike Dell. <laughs> Larry. <clears throat> What's up? I, I was a little late. A while and, uh, yeah, you were a little late. What, were you time, scared? I'm just bringing Tuffy on. No, I wasn't scared. Tuffy's right. here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was doing was my fun. dishes. I had just finished eating dinner. And I was a little mm. late. But Brown yeah. rice, pasta, and toast <clears throat> once again for the uh, 609th <laughs> day right, in a row. With, uh, with uh, turmeric, uh, black pepper, Himalayan pink sea salt, and coconut oil. What a delicious meal. Oh, my God. Tremendous. All right. Um, turmeric and sea salt? You're crazy. <clears throat> don't forget the black pepper. Hey, uh, what was the deal with that uh, theme song there at the beginning? Are you in love? No, we had technical difficulties at the top of the show, which you missed because oh. you were late. So oh. <laughs> I had to scramble to get a theme song, and Wilson Phillips was right at the first one I came across. Oh, all right. So that's what we went with. Yeah. Because I think I used that theme song. Remember the night we did uh, the the Newlywed game with you and Gina from yeah. elsewhere? Yeah. I think Gina. that was the intro yeah. that night. Yeah. Yeah. I thought for a second you, you had you had booked Oscar on the show and you didn't tell me. And like it was gonna be a surprise. Oh no. That that song would be like <clears throat> You better run. Run like hell. Yeah, that that's what that song would be. I would be giving uh, her a warning like, Hey, you're uh, you're, you're right now already too close to him. You better just yeah. run. But I don't think like a phone <clears throat> like, you know, that doesn't violate any restraining orders because I'm I'm way farther away, you know. Like 500 feet. But yet you're still one step closer than you should be. Yeah, I suppose. Hey, but a big show tonight, though, Larry. Special guest. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the special part is debatable. But uh, Michigan Frank is back. If people Mm -hmm. remember, the last time he was on the show, he got a little upset, and he stormed off. But he's back tonight. And he he's coming with ideas on how we can improve the listenership of this show to get more listeners to become mm. more popular. Because you know, at hopefully he doesn't involve lotion. In, 
now is the point to worry about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point we're like, yeah, we're turning <laughs> that corner. Yeah. <laughs> but it's just a flat circle. Like ocean liners turn corners fast. Yeah. yeah. And then in the second oh, hour God. of the show, <clears throat> I've watched mm. uh, eight movies and a TV show this week. Oh, my God. More documentaries? One documentary and seven movies. Seven movies? Holy shit. That's crazy. All right. Because you know why, Larry. <clears throat> and we'll talk about this as well. Because uh, I kept hearing you know, you and Jank saying how you love that um, red letter media and half in the bag, you know? Yeah. So I, I started getting uh, I got a, an app for the Fire Stick so I can watch YouTube on the app on the Fire Stick TV now. So I just I just been watching a lot of the half in the bag reviews and they, yeah. they do a show every year where they just like catch up on some movies they've seen and they didn't have a chance to review. So I just went through their 2016 and I just wrote down the movies that sounded interesting and and I watched a bunch of them. Uh, what do you think of Red Letter Media? Well, I just watched the half in the bag stuff, but yeah, it's very funny. Yeah. Right, I enjoy it quite a bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Is is Rich Evans on the episodes you're watching? Yeah, he's on a few of them. Yeah. Yeah, because he's not on all the time, but uh, <clears throat> the other two guys, the guy that looks like Mike L a little bit, and then the fat dude are yeah. usually always there. And then Rich Evans pops up yeah. here and there, but I like that guy. He's hilarious. I like that Mike guy who you refer to as the fat guy. I think I like that. No, you like you do like that? I see he's my least favorite of those three guys. I think Jay would be my least favorite of the three. <laughs> oh, I got to find there's a I can't remember what episode it is, but it I think they're watching a trailer or something, but it's fucking hilarious. They keep talking about boys <laughs> and shit. I don't know. It it's very good though. Yeah, anyway, I enjoy well, that trip. They're, they're basically yeah, just us with ambition. Yeah, right, and you know production too. You know, and a little yeah. bit of money because apparently that that fat guy I think is like the fat guy is the guy I think that owns Red Litter Media. Oh, that's nice um I think he has some cash. Why don't we get him on the show and you can just refer to him as a fat? Very good. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> I, yeah, I couldn't remember what his name. What is his name? Dave. Mike. Yeah, I don't see it. <laughs> I don't see a mic in him. Not at all. But anyways, so all right, seven movies. That'll be a big – so we got a big show. The only problem is no Michigan Frank. So that Well, he said he was going to call around like 9.05 or so because he likes to give right. you a chance to do your monologue and stuff. Oh, yes. Clay Aiken, yeah. Drew Carey. So. Yeah. Um, so Mike Dell, we didn't even talk today, and I thought like, <clears throat> yeah, I was like, well, he emailed me the other day, so I know we're we're good to go. So I'm not even gonna call, so we don't ruin anything. And then when and then when the show comes on, like we'll have that, you know, you know that excitement. Like when I call you on yeah. Friday, like there's a lot of chit chat, and we're both like, you know, <laughs> and then when the show starts, it's kind of like, Ugh. so I figured if I didn't call, the show would be yeah. all exciting and stuff. But no, we're we're back to. Ugh. Yeah, there's nothing to get excited about. Are you sad? Uh, perpetually. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the way mm-hmm. it is. When you say you watch the TV show, do you you watch one episode or like a whole season, a whole run? Uh, two seasons of it. 
<clears throat> the, the third season right. starts uh, in a couple weeks. So the first mm. two seasons. Hmm. Is it Vampire Diaries? <laughs> yes. I knew it. I knew you would go for it. All right, so uh, what else is Although I did, I did watch the Half in the Bag review of Twilight. How, how was that one? It was pretty funny. Yeah, yeah I can imagine. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, <clears throat> what else is going on, Larry? Uh, baseball season started, I guess. Are you excited? Uh, yeah. I guess I don't know what's real. Like, were, were those two games in Japan real, and then everything else is still preseason or spring training? Or because yeah, the Pirates don't, don't play till Thursday. Oh, but I know those yeah, two no games idea. in Japan like were major league games. Like they counted in the yeah. standings, but I don't know what I don't know. No, I'm not excited. Apparently, all right. It's almost. I'm, I'm way too into this. Yeah, almost. Yeah, we got Sean Leahy in two weeks. Talk about yeah, that on our WrestleMania preview preview night. Oh, yeah. How many weeks are we away? Like two weeks? That's it. Uh, yeah, sixteen days. And we still don't even know who Oscar is wrestling at WrestleMania. So oh, I thought I I thought she was wrestling. Uh, no. Who the fuck did I hear? They're having a uh, this. Tuesday on SmackDown Live, they're having a, uh, a fatal four-way between Mandy, Sonya, Carmella, and uh, Naomi. And the oh, winner will face right. okay. yeah. All right, so it's one of those oh. four. But that's the shit match. Like, none of those four can fucking work. And then she's going to supposed to get in the ring with them. I, I would prefer it if, like, she just fights all of them at WrestleMania. Here's what's going to happen. Uh, the winner of the oh, match is either going to be... Losing no. no, no, no. Yes. Here's what's yes. happening. The winner of that gauntlet match mm-hmm. is either going to be Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville, and then whenever they're having their match with Asuka, the other one's going to run in and fuck with like their you know, partner or whatever, and then they're going to start a feud between those two, and Asuka gets the belt, keeps the belt. I, I would way. hope, <clears throat> and just to be clear, it's not a gauntlet match. I, I believe it's a fatal four-way match, so it's not like the Kofi right. matches they've been doing. But either way, yeah. I, I hope that's true. But I mean, is Oscar versus Mandy Rose or Sonya Deville is that really a WrestleMania worthy match? It's they're going to be on the pre-show, aren't they? That's <laughs> pretty much where it's going to be. They probably, yeah, yeah, I would imagine. Uh, yeah. WrestleMania is going to be about seventeen days long. Well, your, your girl. There's Beth so Phoenix many matches. And Natalia versus Sasha and Bailey. Yeah. Oh, uh, I think the I think they're going to make that a four corners match though with four tag teams right like Nia and Tamina and then uh, the Iconics as well. Yeah, I would think. I I can see that happening. Uh, it's iconic. Yeah, they were great. They, the old. they, uh, they beat the uh, Sasha and Bailey on on SmackDown. I watched it. Yeah, I saw it. Uh, oh, so you watched SmackDown, SmackDown now? Kevin Owens is back. Yes. That's good. Yeah, I thought he was. I thought he was it's, funny in the little new Kevin KO show, the interviewing. Becky oh yeah, Charlie. he was. Uh, he was awesome in that, and I, I love the uh, the Kevin Owens T shirt with a tie on. Thought that was classic. <laughs> yeah, Owens is the best. He he really is. <clears throat> yeah, it's good to have him back. Yeah, yeah, they need him. <laughs> 
the oh my god, still no Michigan Frank. Nope. Good lord. Oh, mama. Maybe this is how we get more listeners. We there's no Michigan Frank, and then uh, <laughs> people tune in. All right, he he's here, Mike. Though. Oh, there Let he is. Let me say that. Right. I'll turn it up a little bit. Oh, now the Ed's here. He missed his chance. Hello? Frank! Hey, what's up? <laughs> you don't sound very excited to be here. I am so excited. Well, I, I noticed it's like 9.12 or so, and uh, you told me you'd call it 9.05. I did. Huh. Larry, Larry hung up on me three times before he let me through the fourth time. Larry, you son of a bitch. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I was just letting hey, him uh, get some practice rounds in for when he hangs up for real in about 15 minutes. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, Frank, uh, are you pressed for time? How long are you going to be spending with us this evening? The whole show, if you'd like. <laughs> All right. Well, would you would you like to say hello to the Ed? No. <laughs> well, well I, I think... I think now we have to bring the Ed on, right? So the Ed can say hello to Frank. Ed! Hey, Ed! What's up, man? I haven't talked to you in a while. Our buddy Michigan Frank is on the line. Would you like to say hello to Michigan Frank? Hey, Michigan Frank. How you doing, buddy? You a good kid, man. I really like you. Wow. Thank you. Thank you very much. I heard you didn't want to talk to me just now, so I might have to punch you right in the nose. Yeah, it's just, uh... What are you getting so upset about, man? I thought you was a good kid, man. I thought you was a good guy. Why you call me? You called me a piece of poop. Is that what you just said? Yeah, well, you're the same color as poop. You're black. I don't like black people. (laughs) Wow, Frank's racist. I had no idea. Well, you know what? I don't like people that get jobs and don't go to them. (laughs) That's a good one, Ed. I mean, that's black (laughs) as hell. I had no idea. What does what that, is that, mean? that mean? You might be, you might be know, Michigan Black though. Frank. It's just, it's just uh, all racist talk for like 30 seconds. I know. Seconds. I'm like, hey, listen, I got, a, I got a question for you guys, okay? Okay. What kind of bees make milk? I've been watching Animal Planet, so I know. Oh, okay. So, so it's not going to be like some weird sexual joke. It's Just, going to be an animal no. trivia joke. Right. What kind of bees make milk? I learned Hardy this the bees. other day. Hardy bees, no. All right. Never heard of those. Frank, would you care to guess? No. <laughs> yeah. All right. What is it, Ed? Yes. Boobies. <laughs> hmm. Yep, yeah. we fell for it. <laughs> That's great, Ed. That's fair. Yeah. Hey, 
I just want to let everybody know it's fantasy baseball time again. Uh-huh. We will be playing a new league. Larry, me, number one nine, Michigan Frank. We all got a league going. It's called Fantasy Baseball Super League. I don't think we're in that league. I'm out, actually. Yeah, I'm yeah, definitely not in that league. My dog got high again the other night. <laughs> that's, that's good. La, da, 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 da. My grandson da, left some weed da, on the floor, da, and Coco da, da. was high as hell for like six hours. You don't, you don't get high off of eating weed. Bullshit. This dog was fucked up. Oh, he couldn't dog, move. I don't know. You don't maybe think people can get messed up? What if, no, 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 no. What if you, you can't, can't just you eat, eat weed. weed. If you ate high. weed, you wouldn't get high? Bullshit. Bullshit. Oh, Go ahead and well, we do have a, and tell me what happened. We do have a chemist here. Frank, what do you think about that? Well, I wasn't listening. Can you, <laughs> Can you get high from just eating weed? Yes, of course. <laughs> okay. Wrong. Who's the smartest man in the room again? Me. <laughs> me? No. Yeah. yeah. What have you kids been doing? I ain't talked to you in a while. Yeah, uh, just been, you know, usual nonsense. Nothing exciting. But, um, I heard your cat passed away. Yes, he did. Yeah. Did you get a new one? You've talked to him uh, at least 17 <laughs> times since then. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> he he died, like, shortly before Christmas. Oh, geez, I'm, I didn't know that. Oh. You yeah. didn't tell me. I just I just read about it on the Internet. Yeah. <laughs> Where? What? Like, are you? A, did you go back in time on Twitter or something? No. no. Uh, Cat Fancy had a front page spread. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Cat Fancy. Yeah. I don't know. You guys don't sound too bubbly today, man. What's going on? That's what I'm saying. I've already commented on that tonight. Well, what's going yeah. on? Why the fuck get the party started? God damn it. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I'm miserable, and Frank didn't seem too excited to be here when he called in. Well, how, okay, wait a minute. Why are you miserable? Number one, man, why are you miserable, man? I don't know if this is. We have we booked Frank as a guest, and now we're not even talking to him. You know? Frank, why are you well, we're miserable? We're delving tonight? deep into Mike Bell. But let's find out why Frank's miserable. He has a great yeah, life. Frank, why are you miserable? Look, I don't like to share the dais. Okay. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! Listen, Michigan Frank. You know, let me tell you something. You're not, you're not even famous like me. That is true. That is true. So, yeah. I mean, Jesus fucking Christ, man! You got to show some respect to the goddamn champ of the world. But, they, but yeah, we did book Frank. I, I think we need to, because Frank has a, a lot of. Uh, oh, hey man, hey, did I fucking? About. I didn't barge in the goddamn show. I know, I, I know, you didn't. I'm not blaming you. you. Know, I'm not blaming you. Getting on me, shit. Maybe uh, usually Frank gets mad after about 15 minutes and hangs up on us. So I mean, do you want to hang around or? Uh... Hey, I bet you a dollar he ain't got no shirt on, wearing some fucking Michigan <laughs> University would, shorts and one sock. I would believe that. I yeah. yeah, I don't think he has a shirt on either. Do you have a shirt yeah, on, Frank? Do you have a shirt on? It's like 20 degrees outside. Well, you're not <laughs> are outside. You outside? No, but generally, if it's really cold outside, then inside, even though you have the heat on, it's still cold. All right, so you do mm-hmm. have a shirt on. You're not a real Pittsburgher. 
<laughs> yeah, it was cold out here today. It was 75. I was freezing my ass off. <laughs> it, it seemed like it was spring here two days ago, and then today it's like snowing, and you know, it was great. So Sunday uh, is 60, though, Mike Dell, so rest assured. Uh, yeah. Hey, Michigan Frank. What? <laughs> I bet I got a bigger dick than you got. <laughs> all right. All right, Ted. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, we're going to put you on hold yet, all right? All right. Put me on hold. Jesus all right. Christ. Bye. Thanks, buddy. Okay, <laughs> Sorry, Frank. I just, uh, you know, the Ed had called in. We wanted to say, I haven't talked to him in weeks. So just want to say hi to the Ed. I thought you guys would hit it off, but instead you come at him with, with like, racist insults right off the top. What was yeah, that? Yeah, that was pretty racist. Well, it's just, I, I found, you know, because I've been on the show with the Ed before, and it's just, it's just, it's just hard. Like four people were talking, and uh, you know, it just, it just I never works you. out. You know. I hear you. I understand. I always but back I off to... when there's four people on the line. Yeah. It, it, it'd be, a, it'd be different. But he, he's very, um, kind of chaotic. Like he, he's, yes. he, he, yeah. if you have four people, like people have to be like disciplined and ordered, and it just doesn't <laughs> it just makes for bad. Radio. That's what makes him fun. Um, you never know what he's going to say. <clears throat> well, you weren't well, having Frank, fun before the Ed showed up. Yeah, you, you sound just miserable. It's like worse. Yeah, than you're me. miserable. Miserable Frank. Well, I kind I knew. I guess I knew instinctually that Ed was coming on. I feared that tonight. I just. I guess <laughs> I knew it was coming. Like just, well, the last time get it over with, you know. <laughs> the last time you were on the show, Frank, it was right before the Super Bowl. And you said uh, you had a a uh, an expose about Tom Brady, and then I you got even, mad at us. I couldn't us. even get to it because, like, you were like Tom Brady. Speaking of like me being racist, you're like Tom Brady homo, Frank homo, homo. You're both homos, gays. We never said any of that, but uh, yeah, yeah. We, we hate we hate Tom Brady though. And you got very upset yeah. because you love Tom Brady. You want to have his babies, and you just hung up and left without even giving us the expose. Are yeah. you prepared no, you, you to give said, us the Tom Brady expose tonight? You said Tom Brady's your boyfriend. Yes. You love him. You're you're jerking off thinking about that. that's not homosexual <laughs> at all. Well, no, it's not because I used to get the same thing for for Martin Brodeur. Like, oh, you love Martin Brodeur. You want to have his babies, Larry? I used to get that all the time. It's not homosexual. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's a little homosexual. <laughs> Wait, is there something like wrong that. with that? What are you homophobic? Would, What's wrong? I would have Martin no, Brodeur's babies. Am, well, no, I there's nothing wrong with being homosexual, but I you know oh. that I am heterosexual, so that don't you think that's wrong? Well, You're calling me something I'm not. Well, Larry, Larry, Martin Brodeur would have your babies, and then he would have your sister's babies as well. If we know anything about Martin. <laughs> oh Brodeur. no. Right. Well, that's all right. Hey, he gets around. He drives like uh, I think he drives like Chrysler or something. So that's that's cool. I have a Chrysler. Yeah. Fair enough. Wait, wait. Uh, I have a question. Yeah. Is, is Martin Brodeur the best goalie of all time? No. No, but he's he's, he's up there though. Yeah, he, you got to put him up there like, just because he was so durable when he played so long. But he played his whole career behind Scott Niedermeyer and Scott Stevens when he was. You know, come on. Uh, well, he, he, he played behind the, the, the trap, right? Yes, the the best defensive hockey team in the last week. But uh, he's basically Matt Murray 
of uh, that generation. Like really good as long <laughs> as long as the team in front of him is really good, he's really good. But if there's a breakdown, Brodor got he, he put Brodor on another team, he'd be a, a good goalie, but nowhere near consideration for the best of all time. You see, you you're like okay. deep. When you're talking best goalies of all time, it's Patrick Waugh, Dominic Hoshik. End of discussion. One of those two. Right. That's it. I, I would say I'll say Dominic Hoshik just because Patrick Waugh didn't he beat the shit out of his wife or something? Uh, I, I guess he was in a, a domestic situation with his wife. He like kicked a door down or something, and but he didn't actually hit her that I'm aware of. But yeah. Well, even still, he's a terrorizer. Fuck that guy. Yeah, he, I fucking he does seem to have a temper. He does seem to have a temper. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fuck him. Anyway, I like that Frank asked the hockey question, though. That was nice. Yeah. yeah you you do talk hockey on here. Yeah. Yeah, yeah sometimes. Because we just don't talk Tom Brady exposés because apparently, Tom, or, you know, you don't want to share that information, but, you know. I wouldn't push the envelope with him, Mike Dell. He's, right. You know, he's already on edge. He's going to hang up again, so. I Let's still have owe a more you, fun uh, time. I still owe you four instant win lottery tickets, Frank. Correct. All right. Um, what else did I want to ask you about? Uh, I don't know. Was there, was there anything else? Oh, Robert Kraft. Yeah. What, what, do you think, what do you think about your buddy Robert Kraft? No, he's not my buddy. He's not my lover. Here, here's what I like. What I'm going to ask you a question about it because yeah. Robert Kraft is friends with Donald Trump, and then Donald Trump is friends with the owner of this massage parlor. Yeah. So what the hell is going on? All rich people are scum. That's what's going on. Yeah. But I mean, is it? Who cares? He got a hand job. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> you know, yeah, I mean, Frank. You shouldn't be upset at all, Frank. I mean, <clears throat> you've condoned this practice many times on this year's show. Well, I think if the, if the women are consenting to it, that's fine. But if they're being forced to do it under under threat, of course that's not right. But you don't. Oh, is this a forced situation? Well, they're well, saying there's human trafficking involved. Like these when you use the word trafficking. Yeah. Trafficking okay. means that you're you're you have these women and you're you're basically holding them under threat and forcing them to commit prostitution. So that's trafficking. And and again, like two other real rich CEOs were caught up in this thing too down there. So what what's going on down there that three ridiculously wealthy men were arrested there at a hand job spot? You know what I mean? Well well they said the owner, this Chinese woman like these Chinese executives would come there and then she said that they would promise them like that they could go to Mar-a-Lago, Donald Trump's resort or something. There's some Mar-a-Lago connection. So this is just crazy. Uh, All rich people are connected. (laughs) They're, They're just all, they all run in the same circles, you know, they live in an entirely different world than us, but it's strange that, Three ultra wealthy people would get caught in the same little, you know, massage parlor. Something's going on down there, is what I'm trying yeah. to say. It's not. Just, that's not just a, a coincidence. Yes, they're going there for a reason because they can only get. Yeah, I, I knew none of this. Get elsewhere. Yeah. 
All right, uh, but but again, if we learned anything from your previous appearance on the show, Frank, I'm guessing Robert Cross' big mistake was uh, he didn't do his research. <laughs> yes. <laughs> or well, he didn't, he didn't he, bring he, oranges. One of the two things. <laughs> well, here, here's here's like the, the the thing about it. They said the FBI. What tipped them off was that these women were living in the massage parlors, but. That doesn't necessarily mean that they're being trafficked. That, that just that the FBI thought that maybe they're they don't have a way to get out or, or whatever. But uh, it's I'll tell you that it's common practice for women, these Chinese women that work in the massage parlors, whether they give hand jobs or not, whether it's a totally, totally legit one, it's common that they sleep in the massage parlor. <laughs> wow! So, All right. That, that I mean, you'd say it's time on the commute. Trafficking. Yeah. Yeah, so. All right, we'll, we'll keep an eye on that one then, Frank. Let us know any updates. Uh, but the, the big reason you're here tonight is you want to improve our listenership. Well, you you have a problem, and I'm here to solve it. <laughs> I have a lot Check of problems. the hook on my teacher revolves it. Ice, ice. So, yes. I am here to help you increase your viewers, your viewer <laughs> count, and your listener count. Yeah. Yes. Now, this sounds like a great idea nine years ago, but at this <laughs> point, <laughs> well, I'm interested to hear though. Let's hear. Yeah, I'm interested to hear, but I think I speak for Larry when I say neither one of us, and I, as you can tell from the quality of this program, we don't give a damn anymore. So yeah, but. Uh, I, I guess maybe, it would be nice having maybe, more listeners. Maybe give it a shot. Give this a shot. All right. All right. Okay. Um, <clears throat> uh, I, I'd like to announce, and Mike already knows this, that we have created a Facebook page. Yes. M- Michigan Frank, Larry, took it under his own. Uh, he just did it on his own. His idea, his inspiration. He said, I want to create you a Facebook page dedicated to the LCS Hockey Radio Show. Really? Feel free. Yeah, so so he created a page. So if you go to Facebook and you uh, just search for LCS Hockey Radio Show, it should pop up. And that's all Frank's work. I had nothing to do with it. What was the inspiration behind that, Frank? I don't know. Mike Dell seems like depressed. More so than usual, so I think <laughs> let's let's try to like do something positive in his life, you know. Well, thank you, and yeah, uh, yeah. And, and you know, a, a lot of people, uh, you know, dozens of people listen to this show, and <laughs> That's and they general, they, they yeah. love Mike Dell, and I don't I don't think Mike Dell realizes how much you know a lot of people care about him, so maybe I'm, <laughs> well, that's I'm very I'd right. make this. That's very thoughtful. Uh, make this page and, and ask all, all the listeners just to go to Facebook and just like it and maybe get one of your friends to like it. And um, what I'm going to do is if, if we get above 100 likes, I'm, I have some giveaways that I'm going to send to some random, uh, you know, people that have liked the, the, the page. And then if we get to 500, we have even better prizes. And then if we get to 1,000, I will give away some money. Oh, wow. Holy hell. 
Why? Well, I, I, I'm just I'm blown away. I thought you well, hated us. Well, a couple things. One, uh, Frank's going to give away money because there's no way in hell we're getting more than 12 people to like the page. So he feels pretty safe that he can say this stuff. I understand that. Yeah, I get that. But still, it's very impressive that Frank's taking this, uh, you know, on his own shoulders to you know do yeah. this for us. So thank you, Frank. I'm very appreciative. Yes, of I, that. Uh, I have, um, I, I, I told Mike Dell, like, it's the, well, first of all, let me say that I gave Mike Dell full administrative powers to this page so he can go in it and edit things. Um, Larry, yeah, I, I gave you know. no powers. You, you, know, you don't have <laughs> any power good. at all. But if you could just fine. like it as well. Um, but anyway, so I have, I thought this was a hockey radio show. So I have like a bunch of Pittsburgh Penguins like uh, merchandise and and giveaways that uh, I thought people would be interested in and uh, and if um, if we reach the hundred hundred level, then uh, you can maybe select from something that you might like. Am I yeah, eligible I had to pr- for these prizes? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Not you a, like no. Oh, and what about the end? Is thinking, the end eligible? Is that a no? No answer. Are you asking me? Yeah, yeah, I was asking you. Is he oh. eligible to win these prizes? Well, I think you know. Let's call them cast members of of the show or friends of the <laughs> show. I don't think should be eligible. <laughs> well, well, then, the, yeah. If they're not eligible, then we're not even breaking twelve likes for the page. <laughs> no, I, I, I'm interested to see because I think I think you'll, you're going to be very surprised that people are going to go and like the page and. I think we could do things where we can have, like, do the phrase that pays, you know, that thing, and people <laughs> listen in, and we'll, we'll also do random yeah. giveaways for that. Like, okay. We'll I like that idea, stuff. the phrase that pays. <laughs> so how long, how long has this page been running, or up, or whatever the phrase is? Two, two days. It has two likes, me and Mike, though. So yeah, okay. we haven't told anyone about it yet until right now. This All moment. right, so let's say this. One week from today, right now, how many yeah. likes will that page have one week from today? Seven. Seven. All I'm right, gonna Frank. say I'm gonna say fifty nine. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. Yeah. Fifty nine. <laughs> okay. I'm gonna go with seven, I think. I'm gonna go with seven. <laughs> yeah. Because, I mean I'll sign up, you know, or whatever and then I'm yeah, sure so that's three. Dreamer. That's four. Maybe Jank, five. Maybe Lance, if he listens. Six. And then one other person. I don't even think Tuppy has a Facebook page, does he? They probably won't be talking. Yeah, he does, because he's in our group or whatever. Or maybe my mom. She won't know what it is, but she'll just... (laughs) No, she won't like it, because she won't even know what it is. Because she she doesn't even know the name of the show. So never mind. So now, still back to six. Maybe Maybe we can get Tom Brady to like it. That'd be nice. Ooh. Now I don't. I don't even know. See, you, like, can you listen to it live? Yes, you can yeah. listen to this show live. You, you go to, to blogtalkradio.com. Yeah, if you go to the blog talk, there's a link you can listen live. Okay. It's blogtalkradio.com/lcs, and then there'll be a listen live button on that page. Yeah. Okay. Hmm. And then, of course, you can you can go and download it after it's done too, uh, an hour after the show's over or about. Right? 
correct? Yeah, about an hour, I think, something like that, yeah. Okay. So I, I think, Mike, I think you're going to be very surprised. Very, very surprised. If we get more than seven, I will be very surprised. So, yeah, we'll see. I think you're going to get more than seven at, at by midnight tonight. Wow. Oh, no. No way. Please, everybody listening, please go go like the page. Please, Mike Dell's life depends on it. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's like a Jerry's kid situation. You know, like a television. Yeah. Hey, Frank, um, I'll talk to you in code right now, but, you know, maybe help Mike Dell out a little bit. Next time you do your research, maybe Mike Dell goes with you. Oh, doing my research. Yeah. Okay, yeah. You know, next time right. I, next time you're doing research or whatever, maybe Mike Dell tags along and see, but I, I, see how First it works. of all, I don't like the sounds of that at all. Because it, mm. it immediately increases the chance of me getting a little frank on me somehow. <laughs> well, you'll be in separate rooms, hopefully. <laughs> Let's hope so. Let's hope so. Yeah. But I'm good, yeah. though. I think I think we're good. No, um, I don't think well, you well, are. Fra- <laughs> well, Frank, thanks so much for doing this. I really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Frank. Sure. Let's see. Let's see what happens. Yeah. And again, I just say, I'm going to go check ago. the page. Right. If I only you I were around, invited, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> well, is, uh, what else? Is there anything else you'd like to talk about, Frank? Uh, well, there there were a string of uh, massage parlors in the Pittsburgh area that just got busted recently. <laughs> uh oh. For quote unquote trafficking. Yeah, I've been to them, and I I didn't I didn't experience anything. Um, Enjoyable, but uh, <laughs> there were there were four of them. There were four like owned by the owner, and they, it all went down today. They they arrested them for for oh. trafficking, some more some more trafficking. And were these Chinese massage parlors? Yes, correct. Hmm. You could probably uh, Google it. It's called. They're called the uh, Tokyo Tokyo. It's actually the same, similar name to the one in Florida, but no connection. The Tokyo, Tokyo Massage. They actually advertised on well, television. So it's not, it's not like this was like an underground thing. Well, I'm not exactly a geography whiz or anything, but uh, why, are they, why are they calling the Tokyo Massage Parlor when there's Chinese women that work there? I, I, I don't know. They just, you know, run out of names. There, there are literally no Japanese women that work there. Huh. Interesting. Well, be careful out there, Frank. You know what I'm saying? It seems like they're cracking yeah, down. Apparently, one of the one of the one of the owners, or like a guy, he they said he had a panic attack and they, they wheeled him out on a stretcher. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! <laughs> yeah, there's footage of it. It's really it's really cool. He's checking out. <laughs> it's really it's funny, cool. Frank. What? <laughs> Have you ever gotten one of the kind of massages where they they walk on your back and that kind of jazz? Like Mr. Jefferson yeah. or Mr. Bentley in the opening credits of the Jeffersons? Yeah. Have yeah, you, yeah, have you had, that had that done? That before. Is yeah. that uncomfortable? Well, I mean, I like it, but I'm like I'm very tense, so I I kind of need like a hard massage. That, so I, I enjoy that. All right. <laughs> can you can you get a foot job then? Can you pay extra for a footy? 
I don't know. I've never, I've never gone that that deep into the abyss where I'm getting foot foot <laughs> days. All right. Fair enough. Got to save something Just for the next wonder. time, you know. Can't go yeah. Wrong. yeah. <laughs> like, is her shirt off when she's walking on your back? <laughs> well, no. you can't see anyway. No, no, no. All right. I know, but she could walk on your front end. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no shirt off. Shame. Five likes, Mike Dell. Five. <laughs> oh, two away. See, I told you. Told you. Come on, I come on, people, people to like, like it. It, just, it doesn't. I invites. It doesn't. Though. It doesn't take that much effort to like the page. Come on, I know there's at least like 20 people listening right now. Like I the like page. the WWE cartoon banner photo or whatever you call that. <laughs> yeah, thing. because like that. Uh, Frank says, well, "What do you, you know, you guys like what comic books and wrestling?" And I'm like, "Yeah." So he found a comic book art of wrestling, <laughs> so it works out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Piper's in there and John Cena. <laughs> I like it. But okay, let, let me just say, uh, let me just say a few of the things I'll be giving away. Maybe at the hundred dollar level, maybe at the five hundred. I don't know. All right. I have an autographed, it's not real autographed, it's like, you know, like a print, but autographed penguin, all the team members, Sidney Crosby included, autographed Pittsburgh Penguins hockey puck. Okay. Wow. Hmm. I have, I have um, some penguins uh, towels, you know, like a terrible towel type thing. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Have they been used uh, in any way? Yeah. No, they're in a wrapper. for Mung Oh, all right. (laughs) Hey, we're at seven okay. likes. I have. Um, Holy hell, we already hit seven. Um, I have. But here, here's the thing. I, I mentioned to Frank on the phone the other night. Um, all these like hockey items. I, I don't know if anyone listens to the show because they like hockey. Well, I know. Okay, I know one wait, person that quit listening to the show because they hate wrestling. <laughs> I uh, I have a. I have a Pittsburgh Penguin. Mike Dell kind of balked at this, but I have a Pittsburgh Penguin snow globe, brand new. <laughs> yes. Oh, nice. In the box. <laughs> well, Larry's reaction is, oh, nice, because my reaction was, snow globe? <laughs> That's fun, though. That's fun. Wow. Come on. Okay. It's free. It's good. It's free. Um, I have, um, yeah, free I have some Pittsburgh Penguins. I have Pittsburgh Penguins mittens, gloves. <laughs> I have... Now, if, if we have any if we have any female listeners, I have Pittsburgh Penguins don't. Um, fancy <laughs> high heels, high heel shoes. Ooh, what size? Now you're probably wondering. Uh, nine. Yes. They're obviously, they're not mine. Oh, they're nine. my wife, my uh, my my partner in life. She she has them. Now, now I want to I want to say what we're giving away at at the uh, at the one thousand dollar level. We, uh, we will, or 1,000 like be, I don't. Yeah, the 1,000 one, the 1, like level, excuse me. Uh, I want to say we, but not we. I will be giving away. Yeah, just Frank. To be determined later, but I will be giving away an Amazon.com gift card. Oh, well, there you we, go. That's something. I'm yeah. eligible for that. Here's another question. <laughs> no, no. Does, here's, uh, here's a question I have. Does your partner in life know you're giving her shoes away? <laughs> yes, she she offered. I mean, uh, most of these things are from her, so she yeah, has okay. a collection. 
it, it seems to me, Larry, that most of these things are just things they want to get rid of that are around the house. All right. Well, it's, it still sounds no. like good stuff, though. <laughs> no, it, all, all the stuff I'm giving away is is completely brand new, not used. I, I could donate it and, and get like tax deduction off it. I, I'm I'm trying to help the show for real. And, and here's the other thing, Larry. He's doing this out of his own pocket. Like he's not asking me or you to to pay any like shipping. Or, he says he's covering the shipping and everything. We're at eight likes. Oh my goodness, we already broke it. Wow. Yeah. Look at that. I told you guys. I told you. We're People taking off. Wow. Twelve years in. People Here it goes. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Twelve years and eight likes. Yeah. I don't, yeah. He said people like wrestling. They listen to the show like I don't have any wrestling memorabilia. You know. Yeah. Uh, I got a lot. Do. Oh really? You have a lot? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Larry. Why don't you give away some of those rock figures you used to have? Remember the rock? I sold those on eBay. Oh. I sold the whole collection. Larry, we we'd yep. be willing to put up one of your Funkos. Yes. Um. Yeah, oh, I could Funko. part with a Funko. Yeah, I could part oh, with a Funko. Okay. So maybe we'll yeah. have like a combined. Maybe that that'll be for the phrase that pays. Funko. <laughs> All right. Larry Funko. Fair enough. Hey, I, I saw they're coming out with a Becky Lynch Funko. Funko. Already ordered it. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Where do you order it at? Funko dot com. Uh, uh, this one was Amazon exclusive, so I ordered it there. I, uh, Mike, though, maybe you can do a, you can like uh, do a painting, like sell one of your paintings or or give away uh, one of the paintings for the show. That sure that would help. Maybe some maybe some books. Yeah, we could do something like that. Books. Yeah. Um, yeah, like do, do a painting of uh, like Ronda Rousey. I think that would go well. On oh show. yeah, send that to Larry. <laughs> a painting of Ronda. Larry, you, you don't. I don't want to paint. Larry, Ronda. you don't get any prizes. Oh. Twelve years. Maybe I can do a painting of the Ed. Oh, that's a good there one too. Go. Don't cut a hole in the bottom of that one. There you go. Oh, I, I like that Frank's thinking though. You know, he's yeah. got all these ideas. So, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I like it too. I'm surprised. But we're, we're going to grow this show finally. <laughs> we're going to grow the show. Uh, <clears throat> we deserve I, I it. I think the time to do all this stuff would have been like years three, four, and five. That's probably where we were at our peak, I would say. Three, four, and five. Yeah. And then yeah, I got to the you can't, you, uh, yeah. you can't. You can't regret it, you know? You have to. Yeah. Live in the now, yeah. right? Yeah, that's right, Michael. Yes. Look, yes. look, look ahead. Yes. Yeah. I look ahead, yeah. I just see bleak, bleak darkness. I know, because you won't leave your house. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta go outside. Uh, yeah. God damn, man! I know it's cold, but you gotta go outside it when it at least warms up. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Um, all right, Frank. What else? Anything else, Frank? Uh, that's about it. I, I should probably go. I mean, 
you know, the Ed's waiting, and uh, I, you know, I don't want to hog the show. All right. You're not well, hogging the show. It. Thanks again for all the. And I just want to say that I, 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 I call the Ed. Uh, you know, making fun of him because he's black. I'm not racist, and there's a good chance that the Ed isn't even black anyway. So, <laughs> you know, that's. So I don't want to hear. I don't hear any complaints. All right, I'm giving away shit. Don't fucking make this a Me Too movement on my ass. All right. <laughs> Yes, I can. I can verify that Frank is in no way racist, except for that one not racist joke. <laughs> oh, twelve right, likes, Mike. Racist means twelve. Twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Okay. See, I I knew I knew you had some people listening to the show. I knew it. <laughs> not my. When we go through this, and this is going to take several months to build up, you know, a, a fan base and, you know, keep them engaged. That's what we want yes. to do, have an engaged fan base. And, Mike, what you're going to realize at the end of this, this you know, three-month period or whatever, a lot of people really like you. Now, not so much oh, wow. Larry, but you, you, <laughs> they like you. Yeah. What a valuable lesson that will be. Well, let me ask we're, Frank we're this. Asking, don't take the – don't take this the wrong way, Frank. But uh, I've noticed in the last year or so that you've been calling the show, you tend to give up on stuff pretty fast. <laughs> Is this Facebook page going to be one of those things? Well, what did I give up on? <laughs> well, Like every job he, you went to? <laughs> I think he's talking about your pizza jobs, okay. your various pizza jobs. Okay, well, there's like two pizza jobs. Yeah, but I <laughs> yeah. think... I think this is a tad bit different. Like, I don't have to leave my house. My Michelle you know, yeah. knows about that, you know. <laughs> I, I don't – I mean, what what do I have to – I'm just going to post. Or yeah. I'll, maybe I'll post stuff, hey, listen to the show or, you know. Um, yeah. I don't think I'll, I'll be quitting this. But uh, Okay. All right. No. One more no. question. Again, what, about, not... uh, what about dick pics? Yay or nay? <laughs> No, I, I don't. I don't think. I don't think that's a good idea. I, yeah, I don't, actually, I don't think Facebook no, will allow that. Nobody. I don't know if you know this, Larry. I mean, you probably don't since you're asking, but nobody, men and women, no, nobody likes dick pics. Nobody. <laughs> really? Okay. Yeah. Stop. Stop right. sending them. I, I, I've never heard of a lady who got a dick pic and said, "Oh, that was great." Never. Never happened. Yeah. Oh. Never happened. What about what about just the balls? <laughs> oh yeah, of course. <laughs> All right, maybe I'll move on to just the balls. balls. Let, let me let me just yeah. let me speak let me speak to the listeners one more time. We we are not we're not asking for any money. That's uh, correct. We're only asking uh, we're only asking you to like the Facebook page, and in return, we are going to give you something for free. And like I said, if we reach the the 1,000 like level, we will be give, I will be giving away some money in the form of an Amazon.com gift card. Because okay. if it's one thing, I also to we're support, asking it, it's for money. Mark, it's the Mark Zuckerberg social media platform that you know is just really a CIA data mining operation. That's really what we want to support here. <laughs> way, way to kill the vibe, Mike. <laughs> Go over to Facebook and like that page. 
before the government does it for you. <laughs> All right. now, now, keep in mind, the CIA, the CIA doesn't really, doesn't care about our Facebook page here, okay? <laughs> true. How, do, how do you think we got 12 so quick? They're listening to us, the NSA. <laughs> they put up. Put up 12 well, if you, if you look at the bio of the people that like it, and they're all from like Washington D.C., Potomac, <laughs> <laughs> Maryland. Very strange. All right. <laughs> anyway. Early. All right, Frank. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. All right, and I, I look forward thanks, to Frank. engaging all of your listeners in the future. That's right. Frank is our social media consultant. He will be engaging our listeners. So. Nice. There you go. SMP. Thanks, Frank. Bye, bye, everybody. (laughs) There he goes. Later, Frank. Frank. What a a guy. Now, Larry, I'm guessing you had no. You would never believe that Frank would do something like that, would you? Like, it seems like you and Frank have a, uh, you know, an adversarial relationship. Yeah. And here he is, sacrificing his time and effort to support your radio show. Well, I th- or maybe it's he feels bad for your patheticness lately, or you won't leave the house. <laughs> I rely heavily on pity. That mood. I, I do rely yeah. heavily on pity. Yeah. Uh, is the Ed still around? Yeah. All right. You know what I, I could go one. for right now? What's that? Tuna casserole. I'm in the mood. My, my mom always used to make that when I was a kid, growing up. Like, that was her big yeah. tuna casserole, and I never that ate it. That was the last it. meal my mother made for me before she burned up in the fire. Oh, that's sad. Uh, hey, but listen, I never ate. I, I got I some thank yous. I need to tell some people some thank yous. Okay. I want to thank Kevin Jank, Ooh. Thomas Boyle, James Barron, Chris White, James Hartman, Lance Miller, Calvin Kemp and me, the Ed, because I invited all them kids, like 400 kids, to like your page, and they all accepted my invite. <laughs> wow, thanks, the Ed. Yeah, the Ed getting out so there you got eight the people from me. Eight of them twelve is sponsible from me. Thanks, We're at buddy. thirteen now. Thirteen. Holy hell, well, thirteen. That's somebody way, else. Yeah. It wasn't me. That one wasn't me. Way more Wait than me, I thought. Oh, Rob, was it Robert Jason Litton? Uh, I don't know. Maybe. Oh, yeah, it might be. There you go. Yeah, because, listen, what happened is I had lost my password on my Facebook page for over a year. And I just oh, yeah. found it. Is it on, was it written on the inside of a shoebox lid? Yeah. Hey, you got email? I got Edmail. What do you mean? <laughs> yeah, he has like, email. Do you have an email yeah. account? Obviously, yeah. yeah, I've got a bunch of them. Why? You, all right, you know how to you know how to work it and stuff. Because here's a, here's a tip for you, the Ed. Every time you yeah. make a password for a Facebook or a Twitter or whatever, send yourself yeah. an email, and then in the email, write down the the username and the password for that site, and then make a little folder on the side. And then when you can't remember what it was, you just go into your email and look in your folders to see what your passwords are. That's what I do. How you or, make you a folder. Just, or you could just write it on the inside of a shoebox lid. You keep it. Yeah. Well, that's easy, too. Yeah. 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 That's what I did. So I got yeah. all my girlfriend's phone numbers and everything. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I hadn't. People had wrote to me all over my Facebook page, like, Ed, are you alive? Call me, Ed. Happy birthday, yeah, I Ed. 
haven't Where talked you to you at, in a few weeks. Kid? So what's yeah. been going on yet? Uh, man, Happy you know birthday. what? That was nine months ago. Yeah, I, I had a birthday, the Ed. You didn't even tell me happy birthday on my birthday. What the hell? When's your birthday? February 17th. I'll let you know next year. <laughs> All right. So what have passed. you been up to? You can't be begging for happy birthdays a year after the shit passed. Were, were you injured? Well, you did give him condolences on his cat, which was... Three longer than the birthday. Yeah. Actually, yeah, I, I remember I actually spoke to you the day before he died. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, remember that? Yeah. What All right, but anyway. Um, Sparky? Uh, Sydney. 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 Yeah, I was close. I thought it was after Sparky Anderson. Sydney Crosby. Um, Crosby. So, Ed, uh, yeah, what's been going on? Were, were you uh, injured or something recently? Yeah, I tore my hand, not my hamstring, but my dick muscle. But, uh, well, yeah, I think the, the last time groin. you were on the show, you said you you injured your groin. Yeah, I had to go to physical therapy for that. So they just rubbed your groin? Yeah, but they, man, they put some kind of magic blue tape on my leg, okay? A and they crisscrossed it. Tape? Yeah, yeah. What? What's it called? Tape. I believe it's yeah, called kinesiology tape. Fuck yeah, that's what it was. A, a lot of you wrestlers know. started wearing it. Cesaro was the first one I, I saw wearing it, but I guess it's supposed to help, I don't know, hold the muscles together? I, I don't know. I wore, <laughs> I, don't that, know I, I wore that shit for four days. I took that shit off. I mean, it ripped the goddamn hair off my nutsack, but that <laughs> shit hurt. But, I mean, after that, my leg felt perfect. So now, did they explain to you what that tape like? It just holds the muscles in place so they heal. I don't fast? know. The lady did it. The late, I don't know. I, I, it's some kind of magic shit to me. I know. She yeah. said you could buy it at, at your participating drugstores, but I don't know which one's participating. And, and like, what makes that tape different than just scotch tape or masking tape? I don't know. It's blue. I guess. <laughs> I guess yeah. something has to do with the. Blue. I mean, is it real sticky like duct tape? Oh yeah, it sticks right on your skin, man. And it like she like when she did it, it she pulled like my skin. It felt like she was like pulling my muscles. Oh shit, I just oh damn, I just pulled my muscle again. <laughs> but yeah, uh <laughs> yeah, don't pull your balls. Yeah, I was trying to stretch my leg out and uh yeah, man, I don't know what she did, but and then she gave me a cane. But I didn't like the cane though. Oh, that's pimping. It was funny. It was funny. She asked me. She goes, "Do I have? Do I have a cane?" And I thought she said, "Do I have any cocaine?" I was like, "No." Uh, <laughs> wow, you got cocaine. some? That's what I was thinking. Like, is that going to help me? And she, it's like, Jesus. You Christ. like to party as she touches her nose? <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, give you well, any signals now, like Ed, I thought I saw something. Yeah? Uh, I thought you said something on Twitter the other day about you, you tore your rotator cuff and you need rotator cuff surgery or something like that. Yeah, I got to get that Elton John surgery on my arm and shit. Oh, Elton John <laughs> surgery. <laughs> that's that's that shit. Oh, it's all is that yeah. real? Yeah. Yeah, it's real. Got to get that shit. Correct me if I'm wrong, but with Tommy John surgery, don't they put like the ligament of a cadaver in your arm? Is that what they do? Or? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know what they do. You could have a DL for a whole year. What? You're going to be on the DL for a whole year. You won't. You won't yeah. be pitching it at all this year. You got to wait till next season now. Uh, you know, I miss spring you know, training anyway this year. I didn't get invited yeah. to any spring training this year. 
That's odd. Well, they probably knew about your bad groin. Well, uh, and it's all on the right help, side, help, man. My groin, my right groin, my right rotator help, cuff. Yeah. yeah, I get that Elton John surgery, man. Yeah. And uh, I'm gonna say it's from Kershaw's got to get it too. Now I'm left-handed, so it wasn't from that. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. This is the arm that I hurt when I was sparring with Layla Ali one time. Uh-oh. Look out. Yeah. Uh, ass. Well, I mean, no, it was kind of a cheapskate move she pulled. Yeah. I mean, I Where'd had Roger Mayweather you? in my corner. I, I told her, I was like, I ain't sparring you unless I get Roger in my corner. And she goes, you can have him. I don't give a shit. So yeah, Roger loves me up, you know, Roger gets me ready, and uh, so she's over there, I'm over here, and ding, ding, ding. So about 30 seconds into it, she hits me with a good left. I was like, whoa, this bitch can hit. Yeah. So I went, and I hit her with her left. I came across as hard as I could with my right hand, and she ducked, and I tore <laughs> my bicep, man, and I tore that muscle, and I went. To, to bend down and then she hit me with a fucking right cross across the jaw and I fell uh, and I was hurt because my arm was hurt. It wasn't I was knocked out and my <laughs> arm was hurt. <laughs> then everybody in the goddamn gym jumped on top of me started counting. One! Two! I'm like, shut the fuck up, man. I'm hurt. I'm hurt. And then so they, they counted me out and then I got up and then she <laughs> looked at me and said, what, she goes, what'd you do, tear your arm off? She goes, now nah, I got to go take your ass to the hospital. I was like, yeah, hope you got some insurance for me because I ain't got that. <laughs> so she had to take me over to Desert Springs Hospital, sat in that fucking waiting room for six goddamn hours. She didn't even wait. She was like, she take a cab home. Yeah, yeah take away. a cab I, home. You just imagine the visual for that, though, because, like, there's nothing more rookie-looking than – Throwing a punch so hard that you rip your own muscle while the, your opponent just ducks out of the way like it's nothing. Like, it's just so... I can imagine the Ed doing it. I and, it was hilarious. And your opponent's a lady. I think that makes it That's easy. true. Is she right-handed? Yeah. yeah. She hit you with She's the left? my jaw up, too. Knocked, probably knocked one of my teeth out. How, how big a lady was Layla Ali? Like, is she weighed like what? Well, she's years? not dead. Oh, yeah, but I mean in her fighting days. How much did she oh, weigh? 5'11", 168. Yeah, she's a big girl. Yeah, see, I outweighed her by a couple of pounds. She's taller than you. Yeah, she's five inches taller about. <laughs> but uh, I had a shot, man. I had a shot. That was my day of glory in the ring. <laughs> uh, now you have a pulled groin. Did you, did you ever figure out how you uh, injured your groin? Yeah, when I told you, Coco wanted to go out one night, woke oh. up about 3.30 in the morning and okay. shit. And I missed and a step and fell. That's right, you missed a step. That's right, yeah. All right. I was down at the bottom <laughs> of the steps. Coco's licking me all in my ears and stuff. And I'm like, man, get off of me. Hurt. And he's like, I got to go pee. I'm like, well, you got to fucking wait. <laughs> yeah. Shame. Yeah. We brought a... Uh, my grandson's girlfriend brought her little Boston Terrier over the other day to play, have a play date with Coco. And uh, Coco loves other dogs. He sure does. He was like, can you get me another dog? And I was like, no, nah, I ain't getting no other dog. But I think I might go get another dog, though. Oh. Huh. Yeah. 
Why don't you get a cat? Nah, we got that. You know what? There's a bobcat running around our neighborhood. You got to watch out. You got to watch your pets. Oh, yeah, bobcats are nasty. Oh, yeah, that fucker was up on our patio one day. I was like, oh, shit, he about to eat cocoa. (laughs) I've never seen a bobcat. How big's a bobcat? I didn't. Oh, it's pretty goddamn bigger than cocoa is. They're not huge, though. Like, I I saw one, uh, I don't know, maybe a year ago, right? Close to my house, I saw one. Yeah? They're scary. They're pretty nasty. Yeah. You know, I saw a bighorn sheep one day. Hmm. A what? A bighorn big sheep? Bighorn sheep. Yeah. You ever seen those before? Like a unicorn? <laughs> yeah, with the fucking horns that circle around. Yeah, like like the uh, Rams logo. Yeah. yeah. Oh, uh, guess, okay. Speaking of Rams, guess who I had lunch with the other day? Deacon Jones. Uh, Gus Farad. <laughs> now, do you remember Oz Akeem? <laughs> I do remember Oz Akeem, yeah. Greatest yeah, show on Earth. His ex-wife. Oh, 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 you had dinner with his <laughs> ex-wife. <laughs> yeah, she's hot, too. <laughs> yeah. How's she yeah, doing? Met her. <laughs> she's doing all right. <laughs> I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, that's good. Yeah, that's she's, good. Got a, she's got a boatload of money. Boatload. Hey, can you name the four receivers from the Greatest Show on Earth? Who were their top four receivers? Isaac Bruce, Isaac Keen. Uh, oh damn, I can't. Jesus Christ. Can well, the that? other kid was very famous, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> he was really very good. Famous. Tory Holt. Tory Holt. Oh yeah, yeah. Tory Holt was one of them. And Tory then uh, Holt, Isaac Keen. A white kid. The Ed. He's a white kid. Not Henry Ellard. Ricky Prohl. Uh, Ricky Prohl. Oh, Ricky Prohl. Oh. Yeah, damn. Shit, I forgot about him. I don't even him. remember that dude. He yeah, caught the big him, touchdown but... to put him in the Super Bowl against uh, Tampa Bay. Remember? Yeah, we haven't talked much about sports lately. Yeah, I know. We, we gotta, we, we gotta get back. Good. We gotta make these shows great again. <laughs> yes. Well, you gotta do a show gotta... to make it great again. Masa I'm hats. gonna do one. I'm gonna do one next week. Me and you, Larry. Hey, uh, the Ed. Um, I saw the the Vegas Knights are starting to heat up. They they got Mark Stone uh, and yeah. Malcolm Subban had a shutout last night. His first career shutout. Are you excited? Is hockey fever sweeping they might, you up? Huh? Hey, oh yeah, they might win the Stanley Cup again this year. Well, they didn't win it last year, but uh, yeah. it came close. Well, the cup was in the building. Game. The cup was in the building. The cup was in the building. Not for them, but yeah, it was in the building. Yeah. But what's the Capitals doing this year? They good? Uh, they're in first place in the, their division. They're like uh, I think three points ahead of the Penguins, I believe. So, what's no wrong idea. with Cosby, man? How nothing. Come Cosby don't have anything. Penguins doing too good, man. The Penguins are doing good. He's doing they have a better record than Las Vegas. <laughs> they're doing good. Yeah. What's Vegas in third place now? Uh, I think I think they have about eighty nine, ninety one points. Penguins have ninety one, so yeah, maybe they're about tied. But um, if the Penguins were in the West, they'd be you know much higher. Why? Because <clears throat> the West has a bunch of shitty teams. Nah, you can just say whatever you want about those teams, can't you? Because you ain't <laughs> got to play them all the time. 
Uh, hey, what, what about Ed. Le'Veon Bell going to the Jets? Who? Oh, Le'Veon Bell? Yeah, man. Yeah. I'm going to tell you something. Le'Veon Bell and, and Antonio Brown, we're never going to hear from those kids again. <laughs> yeah, that's no. – like, uh, th- Think about that. Like, they, they held listen, out. 90% of the time, running backs and wide receivers, when they switch teams, it's over. 90%. And, and again, they went to the Raiders and the Jets. Like, what the hell are they thinking? And then the, then the Raiders signed that Burfix kid who's the one that popped Antonio Brown. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I didn't even see they signed him. Wow, that yeah, was what, what, yeah, kind of <laughs> what kind of dumb shit is that? That's, uh, wow, that is weird that they would do The that. Raiders will um, take anybody. Yeah, the Raiders so, are stupid. But here's the thing I'm with Le'Veon Bell. They're going to be the Vegas Raiders. Jesus. What are the odds that Le'Veon Bell has a pulled hamstring at some point in the first few weeks of the season? That seems to be the thing with running backs, right? When they sit out, they come back. Oh, man, hamstring. he's done, man. He, he, I mean, he, he's going to just be a bust, and the Jets are going to be so pissed. Yeah, it's, he it's is going to bust, man. I think. Huh? I agree. <laughs> I agree. He is going to be a bust, gonna, yeah. We'll see, though. Who knows? He's very good, but, you know, running backs are running backs. I mean, he was good. He went to the Colts. He might have a shot. And I, I mean, how come? And, and you know what's really stupid? How come the How come the Colts didn't sign Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell with Andrew Luck? That might have been a goddamn greatest show on turf number two. Now yeah. I, I heard uh, Michigan Frank told me this, but the Patriots actually offered the Steelers a first round draft pick for Antonio Brown, and the Steelers said no because they didn't want to trade him with the Patriots. Is that gutless or what? Yeah, I wouldn't do it. That's gutless. Why? Are you Why? scared of the Patriots? You scared of yeah, because tra- tradition- <laughs> traditionally the Steelers always lose to the Patriots. So don't give them one more extra weapon to beat you. But with. if you're going to lose anyway, oh. take that first round draft pick. I think it's gutless, weaselly to do. I don't know. I, I was saying, do oh, it. you're already better than us. We can't. And then, by, by the way, if you want to ruin that Patriots way, you want to eat them out from the inside. Put the Brown in. There. You said eat them out. <laughs> See what? I know. Watch him disrupt that game. You know what I'm saying? But that's why that's why independent George and Cham never trade in fantasy football either. You just don't do it. I trade with you. I'm not scared of you. You're scared of me. I'm not scared of you. I'm I'm a back to back champion. I'm gonna make my triumphant return to fantasy sports this year. Yeah, I, I was so. thinking uh, bad at him. we're not doing fantasy baseball this year, and I barely paid attention to that fantasy hockey league. But I was thinking maybe let's do a fantasy cricket league. Anyone want to do fantasy cricket? Oh, <laughs> what about golf? I don't know how I've to done do fantasy it. golf hey. before. How about fantasy bowling? No. <laughs> I don't, I, I don't want to be too bad, I guess. I don't know. Uh, hey, yeah. Uh, I, I think, yeah. Um, I know you're a big gambler and what have you. How are you doing so far in this basketball tournament? You winning? You not nine winning? Nine and two you... so far. I nine won and nine two. and lost uh. two. Holy hell. That's good. I lost Kansas State today, and I lost Nevada yesterday. How, how many bracket pull things are you in? Zero. Oh. I thought maybe yep. like uh, the Hilton or something would have like a oh a five hundred dollar bracket pool thing. No, they got a thing called the Last Man Standing. 
Uh-huh. At the station casinos, I'm in that. I got three entries left. So what do you do? Five. Just pick one team, and if they win, then you pick another team type of deal? You pick one game per day against the spread. If you can do that for oh, all 10 okay. or 11 days of the tournament, you win $50,000. Oh. I mean, I'm pretty sure I'm going to win it. Oh, well, that's how, much, uh, how much did that cost to get into? $25. You buy four nice. entries, you get one free. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So 100 bucks to win $50,000. That's a good yeah, that's a good deal. Did did you uh, mm-hmm. fill out a bracket, Larry, at work or anything? I just did the one that they were doing in the uh the the faction. Oh, I didn't even see. Right. Yeah. That's it. See, I didn't fill out a bracket, but I got Texas Tech winning it all. Texas Tech. That doesn't sound right. That doesn't sound right at all. Why? No. I, I haven't watched college basketball in like 30 years, so I have no idea. But it just I my didn't boy either. Chris That's why I like... uh, Beard is the goddamn. Oh, Greg Pineda accepted your invite to like LCS Hockey Radio Show. <laughs> nice, nice. Got that. Congratulations, Greg. <laughs> here's how. Here's how little. Um, here's how little I watch college basketball. I picked Duke in North Carolina in the final because I was like, well, they were good when I used to watch college <laughs> basketball, so I'll put. They probably still are good. They're the top two teams. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I would imagine they're still really good, yeah. Um, Yeah. I I loved college basketball when I was, like, in high school, uh, like, you know, eighth, ninth, tenth grade, around there. Like, uh, hey, they had member Sherman Douglas. Yeah, Syracuse. Yeah, he was one of my favorites. Um, Jerry McNamara. I hated that guy. I hated that guy. Yeah. Back in the pit days, Charles Smith, Jerome Lane, Sean Miller. Jerome Lane was a Pittsburgh. Remember Jerome Lane? Who was the the guy that went to the San Antonio Spurs? Is that the one player? um, Maybe. I know who you're talking about, but I can't remember his name. And now um, I can name – I know there's Zion Williamson, and then I couldn't name one other college basketball player. I, I couldn't name a single college basketball player. Yeah. I just <laughs> everybody's talking about Zion Williamson. He's going to do this. Never heard yeah, of if somebody ever tell. Listen, I'm going to tell you something. If anybody ever asks you, I'll give you a million dollars if you can name a college basketball player. Charles Smith. Just say, There's always a Charles. Yeah, Smith. exactly. Say Steve Smith. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, There's bound to be one some fucking. <laughs> Because back in the the day, the like Pitt had Charles Smith. He was a big like he was their yeah. center, right? And then then and Georgetown, Georgetown had a point guard. Season. Yeah, Charles Smith, and I love that Charles Smith, the little guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's always a Charles my post Smith office over. worker was Charles Smith. <laughs> yeah. Did did you guys Duke think win? Louis Dreyfus is still good looking? Julia Louis Dreyfus. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I, she's starting I think to get that Tina Fey shit going. I think she's way – well, I haven't seen her in a couple of years, I guess. But, uh, uh, like, the last season of Veep, you know, is what I'm going by. But um, she looked better now than she did back in the Seinfeld days, I think. She looks spectacular. Really? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, she's still attractive, but I really like this skirt with, like, the little tennis shoe thing look. I really like that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of that yeah. at all. 
<laughs> I'm a big fan. <laughs> Just throw that take, skirt up over have, her head. If have, hey, if you had these three in, in your life, which one would you take? <laughs> Tina Fey, Julie Dreyfus, or Cardi B? Ew. Who the hell is Cardi B? <laughs> she's like she's like that. She's like a wannabe Nicki Minaj. All right. Oh, she's better uh, than Nicki Minaj. Oh, she. I, I, I've uh, I still you know I haven't seen Tina Fey in years, and I've kind of soured on just you know, a couple things related to her. So uh, I don't know. Probably go Julia Louis Dreyfus at this point. I'd go Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Ugh. She's like ridiculously wealthy. Like even before Seinfeld money, she was ridiculously wealthy. So Who was? Yeah. Julia Louis Dreyfus. Her family was? was like an oil and shit, right? Or they have a shit ton of money. No, they the Dreyfus funds or whatever, they're like some kind of like money investing type of situation, I thought. Wow, oh, she's Jesus like, Christ. She's got all the money. She's got yeah, she's worth, like, she's close to a billion dollars worth or something, I think. How is she worth that much money? Between <laughs> Seinfeld and all Rosie the money O'Donnell. her family already Rosie had. I Rosie O'Donnell would have got that part. Why? You know, did you know Rosie O'Donnell almost got that part? Part of what? Yeah, I wouldn't have watched it. Playing, what's Seinfeld? it called? Seinfeld. Seinfeld. It was, yeah, Elaine. Rosie O'Donnell had the job, and then Julie Dreyfus came in, and then they switched up at the last moment. That sounds, I Thank God. sounds unbelievable at all. Because why would Jerry yeah, Seinfeld? Yeah, Jerry Seinfeld said it. He on said it on, 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 on Howard Stern's show. Hey, he was on Howard Stern's said it. <laughs> yeah. Huh. That's, that's ridiculous. And that he sucked. said. Yeah. Huh? That would have been terrible. That would have sucked. And Michael J. Fox almost was George Costanza. What? <laughs> I don't believe that at all. <laughs> I think, think it was Michael J. Fox. I think no. He's having a no, lot. Hold on, Jamie let me Googleize it. Let me Googleize it. Jesus Christ, you can. Louis <laughs> Anderson was almost cousin Larry Appleton. Who the fuck is that? Perfect Strangers, Louis. <clears throat> Remember that? Big oh, North Carolina is losing right now. The Ed. Yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, North Carolina was down. Yeah, it's Who could have played George? And and again, if you're new to the show, the reason you want to like yeah. us on the Facebook page is because at least once a week we just look stuff up on Google. Yeah, we yeah. Oh yeah, huh? This is yeah. Who was supposed to play George? Is say Jason Alexander wasn't the first choice to play George. David Letterman's former musical sidekick, Paul Schaefer. <laughs> That's not accurate. Reviewed that Jerry Seinfeld <laughs> originally offered him the role before the show debutted in 1989. <laughs> I, I, just because he looks like Larry David a little bit? I, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, he kind of does. Hmm. <clears throat> okay. I think Paul was good in small doses on Dave Letterman. I don't know if I could have handled uh, it. Schaefer stuff. used to do now, stuff. Now, here's something, here, here's something that I don't think you guys know. In season three, in the suicide episode, George mentions that he has a brother who impregnationized a woman named Pauline. Hmm. <laughs> okay. I don't remember this. I don't remember, remember that. that. 
What was it? The it's suicide? the one where uh, he gets the good parking spot at the hospital, and that that patient jumps onto his car, and he wants them to pay for it. Is that the pig man episode? I uh, yeah, I think it is. Yeah, I think it might All right. be. All right. All right, let me ask you this: How tall do you think George Costanza is? <laughs> five six. Five six. Okay. Five four and a half. Wow. <laughs> yeah. But on Twitter, he'd have to look. He he'd says, have to look up to Jim Ivino. But on Twitter, somebody asked him about his height, and he said, five, five, my darling. <laughs> <laughs> my darling. All right. So what, what else, Ed? You've been Jason watching anything Alexander's, on TV? Hold on, hold on. What's Jason Alexander's <laughs> net worth? Who can get it within $2 million? $2 million? Uh, I, I would say $48 million. Hmm. I'll Google say $83 million. No, it's 50 That's This jackass realized uh, it. I did not. He came in $2 million. He got it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, did you Mike see that fucking Alex Trebek got AIDS? I, I don't I think he has cancer. cancer. Yeah, I don't think he has AIDS. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, something like that. So he's dying. Yep. If you've been watching We're anything all else on TV, yet. though, the Ed, anything new? Did I watch anything? Oh, let me tell you, I got this thing on my television. I got like three thousand channels. Oh. <laughs> Not the twenty-four it. hours <laughs> of any time. Brady Bunch movie. <laughs> yeah, I got that. You got that too. <laughs> no, we 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 talked about this one night for about forty minutes. <laughs> we lost like on the Facebook page. Yeah, we. Oh, they've like added that. more channels now. They've added oh. way more channels. Oh, yeah. It right, went, yes. First, it started with eight adult channels. Now i got 118 adult channels. Oh, well, there you go. Oh. <laughs> red oh, Hot TV got anything is with red animals? hot. <laughs> Not in the porno section, no. But they got uh, this thing uh, called Red Hot TV. Uh, red Hot. He is hot. hot. Super Deluxe Hot. But then... I got all fucked up, man. I, I turned on one that said ASTV. All and it right. was a fucking guy with a dick. I was like, all a right. girl with a dick. I was like, ugh. I mean, I could only watch that for like 20 minutes, and I was sick of it. Well, you, like, put your, <laughs> you put your hand over the bottom of the, the screen. <laughs> well, they trick you. Well, here's what happens. They trick you. Uh-huh. The girl's pretty goddamn good looking. Yeah. But she keeps her drawers on. Yeah. And she's over there sucking on the man and doing all this other shit. Then all of a sudden, the guy goes to eat her pussy and starts sucking her dick. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, I'm I'm rinsing my eyes out with water going, what in the hell is this? 20 minutes later, you turn the channel. I mean, (laughs) I mean, I've seen like eight different episodes of this now. And let <laughs> yeah. me tell you. Because you can't believe what you saw time, the first seven times. You have to check it one more time. Yeah. Every time the girl with the wiener has a bigger wiener than the guy she's banging. I'm like, whoa, whoa, wait a minute. How is this possible? Just remember just remember this, the ad. Finkel is Einhorn. That's all you need to remember. Just Finkel is Einhorn. I don't know what that means. <sighs> 
Uh, from the end of Ace Ventura, Peck Detective. Finkel is Einhorn. You remember? And then they turn around. He's got his fucking dick in the back of his yeah, underwear. I have no idea what that shit means. <laughs> you never <laughs> saw Ace Ventura, Pet Detective? <laughs> Ace Ventura, what Pet is... Detective. I ain't never seen it. Jim Carrey, he talks out of his butthole. You never saw Ace Ventura? No. Oh that's like God, something I'm supposed ass. to see? Yeah, it's hilarious. Well, let me see if it's on my movie thing. <laughs> I it's bet it is. Ace Ventura channel. <laughs> but anyway, people who have seen Ace Ventura thought that joke was hilarious. So suck on that. I bet we just got a like for that. <laughs> I bet you didn't. Think was Einhorn. <laughs> all right. That's all you need to know. All right. Well, the end. Uh, thanks oh, for look, I just found out. Hold on. It says, how much is Julie Dreyfus worth? Yeah. Okay, if you can get within $10 million of her net worth, <laughs> you get a prize. $600 million. Ooh. I'm going to say 687 on a motherfucking cop. This says $200 million. Oh, wow. Please. That's real low. As of, Ju- As of July 2017. Well, that probably doesn't count her family money. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, which is a lot. Yeah, like like if she lost that two hundred million, she'd be okay. She's still yeah. family. You think? Yeah, probably. She was born in nineteen sixty one in New York City. Yeah. Huh. Oh, it does say. Oh, in addition to her lucrative career in show business, <laughs> Louis Dry stands to inherit a huge sum of money from her father, French businessman Gerard Lewis Dry, who died in 2016. Well, what the fuck? How, wait a minute. How come she ain't got the money yet? Holy no, moly. The matter of her inheritance has not been settled yet, but her father's estate is worth about $4 billion. <laughs> there you go. Christ. There you go. Why in the hell am I not trying to date her? <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And she's hot. Isn't it? Isn't it crazy, like, how much money there is in the world, and we have none of it? Yeah. I know. Jesus Christ. How do you get some of that? I mean, if you have $400 million, you could go and eat whatever you wanted every day of your life. I could get, like, the really, really fancy tofu, you know? Yeah, Mike Dell's pretty much eating what he wants every day for the rest of his life. Yeah. Yeah. Brown rice, pasta, and tofu with turmeric, <laughs> black pepper, some kind of sea salt, and some other bullshit at the end. I forget what you said. Coconut oil. Oh, coconut oil, yes. Yeah. Coconut yeah. oil. Doesn't that sound good to you, Ed? What did you have tonight? I had eight Girl Scout cookies. Ooh, what kind? And Coke. What kind of Girl Scout cookies? Thin mint. I don't like the mints. I, you know what? And... <laughs> I put a little bit of weight back on. I'm not, I'm, I'm not as skinny as I was. But, uh, but I'm thinking about it cost a lot of money, though, because Girl Scout cookies cost a lot more than Oreos. Girl Scout cookies are five bucks yeah. a box. Five bucks a box. I know. Box. Let me yeah, tell you this what and, happened. I, and I, I don't know if you I noticed yet, but the boxes can, have also gotten smaller as well. 
Oh, I noticed because I even commented <laughs> to the Girl Scout girl. Said, what kind of shit is this? These fucking boxes are way goddamn smaller. Her, and her mother was like, well, what are you cussing at my daughter for? I'm like, well, you know, she's fucking trying to me off this shit. <laughs> I, uh, I always, like every Saturday I go to the grocery store and uh, they have, there's a table out front with the Girl Scouts yeah. these last two yeah. weeks. So I always pick up a box for my mom. And I got, uh, the first time I got her s'mores. Mm-hmm. And then last week I think uh, something with toffee, like toffee-tastic or something it's called. Like yeah. a cookie with pieces of toffee in it. I don't know. You know well, what I like you know what do? I did. I... What? Well, like our Walmart, uh, you know, the, the Girl Scouts always stand outside there on the weekends. And, and if it's not the Girl Scouts, it's the fucking baseball team or the cheerleaders. or Everybody always wants money. The vets, the fucking Santa Claus. I like to park at the other end of it where nobody's asking for money, and then I go in that way. But Larry, you, you love Girl Scout cookies, don't you? I remember you used to buy them. I know, but we bought. <clears throat> Nick bought some from somebody off of, at work. We got, I think, seven boxes of them. Uh-huh. Yeah. Hey, hey, yeah, did you see you know, uh, Dana White bought a thousand boxes from uh, Michelle Waterson's little girl? Did you see that? Who's Michelle Waterson? Uh, UFC yeah, fighter. Who's Michelle Waterson? Michelle Waterson. Oh, Jesus. The karate man. hottie. You know what? No, she sucks. No. Hey, listen. Guess what I'm going to do? Is I'm going to go into Take the a store shower. and buy like the cheap. No, no, no. I'm going to buy the cheap, the cheapest cookies I can find. Okay. Like hydro. And I'm going to rebox them. Yeah, I'm going to rebox them into some fancy boxes with like women in hot outfits, and I'm going to have milf cookies and sell them out. Oh, I'd buy some milf cookies. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I have like. And then, because I'll, I'll have like the the fortune cookies, I'll have a Chinese woman on the front. <laughs> then you, you know what, the chocolate. You know what your slogan could be? Black girl on the front. Your slogan could be, uh, "Who who's ready for some milf and cookies?" Ooh, oh, oh yeah, go. that's pretty milf good. Milf and cookies. Ooh. I think I'll be doing that this weekend. <laughs> Uh, I like milfs. Yeah. All right. Yeah, milf um, and cookies. Then, then we get really crazy and get the gilf and cookies. <laughs> that is crazy. <laughs> Are those grandmothers? <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, oh, that, right, I yeah. told you about. Uh, I told you about that when I, that lady wanted to have a threesome with me about the mother daughter threesome. No, I don't think you did. I didn't tell you about this. I don't think. See, I was over at the Red Rock Casino a couple of months ago. I thought I told you kids this. But I was over there at the casino, and I'm sitting there talking to this lady, you know. She's about 53, 54 years old. They look pretty goddamn good. And we started yeah. talking. She put her tongue in my ear, and she's like, hey, Ed. And then, well, you don't like that? Why would you want to have your someone's tongue in you? Well, why would anyone want to put their tongue in your ear? That's what I'm saying. It's uh, pretty awesome, I'll it. be honest with you. <laughs> really? Yeah. yeah. I like it. Indy Sarah never did that shit to you? <laughs> <laughs> so you're at the casino bar, were you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so she's tongue in my ear, making out with my ear, and so she's like, have you ever had a mother-daughter threesome? And I'm like, 
Uh, no. She's like, you want to have one? She goes, I really liked it. And I was like, oh, damn. And there's a lot of things. So so I'm like, that's a lot of fun pack there. Like, there's a lot of issues in that family, if you know. <laughs> well, shit, I was like, hell yes. I'm thinking, damn, her daughter got to be hot as a motherfucker. So I'm telling her, I'm with Coach. Assistant Coach was with me. And I tell him, I say, hey, man, she just lived right across the street from the Hard Rock. She said, we'll get like a little Uber car and ride over to her house. Too far to walk. Plus, my groin was hurting. So, uh, <laughs> I said, all right. So we go over to her house, to her apartment, living in the little condos across from Red Rock Casino. So we go in there, and she says, take a seat, Ed. She goes, I'm going to slip into something more comfortable when we get this party started. So she <laughs> takes off her shirt, and I see her bra. And I'm like, oh, damn, she does look good. I'm like, man. So she turns on the light to lift up, to go upstairs, and she says, Mom, are you home? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> it was all a bit, Larry. It was all a bit. <laughs> no, she was the daughter. I didn't realize yeah, I know. the mom the came down. The mom's like 87, <laughs> comes down. And I'm like, well, I'm like, well, fuck, I'm already here. Jesus Christ. <laughs> so, I mean, I'm already here. It wasn't that bad, actually. Eighty-seven year old pussy ain't much different than fifty year old pussy. Well, all right. Well, thanks for that lovely image. All right, the Ed. Well, we got other business to take care of, but uh, like what? I watched a lot of movies, and we got to talk about. You got more movies than I got. (laughs) Well, go to the store and buy Ace Ventura Pet Detective. Oh, I ain't got to go to the store. I can hit the magic button on my telephone. Um, well, I'm watching. <laughs> right, I'm going to watch it, and I'm going to give it a review now. next week. All right, sounds All good. Right. All right. Well, is Einhorn. Thank you, right, Ed. Don't let him talk bad about you. There he goes, the Ed. All right, there he goes. Milf and cookies, good. I'm excited for that idea, Larry. That's a good job. Yeah. Milf and cookies. Yeah. yeah. Um, now, uh, yeah, I watched a lot of shit we got to talk about. It, it, does does Jank happen to be on the line, by chance? Uh, no. All right. Because I'm guessing uh, you haven't seen any of these movies. Cause you don't movies. know. All right. Oh. Is, is, is Tuffy on the line? Yes. Hey, bring Tuffy on. All right. Is this Lockbox Tuffy? <laughs> Lockbox yes, Tuffy? It is. Yes, indeed. What up? What up, Tuffy? Uh, not much. All right, so, so Tuffy, I watched a lot of movies. And uh, maybe you've you got your shirt movies. off. No. <laughs> All right. Um, Hey, Tuffy, have you ever watched uh, Half in the Bag or the Red Letter Media? Oh, yeah. I watched all those. Yeah, I, I think that's what, yeah, because I think you and Jank, did you say you guys watched the Captain Marvel review or something last week? And I was like, oh, all right, well. Yeah. So that's when I started watching it. And, uh, yeah, they're pretty entertaining. So, like I said, I went through their uh, list, the, the video they did about recapping 2016, and I wrote down a bunch of movies and I uh, watched them. I started the 2017 episode where they're doing the same thing, so maybe one of these or one or a couple of these movies might be from there too, but I don't remember. All right, so uh, 
I, I didn't make an official top 11 because I only have nine things, but I, I ranked them one to nine, Larry, based on my enjoyment of them. All right. The numbers so, all go to nine. <laughs> to nine. <laughs> At number nine, uh, something called Neon Demon. Neon Demon. Oh, I know this movie. I know this movie. Yeah. Apparently it's uh, L. Fanning. Is that her name? Yeah, Dakota L. Fanning. Fanning. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's basically like Showgirls 2.0. Like instead of like Las Vegas dancers, it's a young model who goes out and gets involved in some weird shit and like there's paranormal stuff going on and I, I don't know. It's fucking terrible. I, I made it about 30 it, minutes and I was like, this is brutal. Yeah, it it's, looks bad. I didn't even want to watch it. It's it's awful. Like it's all stylish, like the way it looks, like all pretentious and shit. But the acting and dialogue are just dreadful. So I'm like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. So I'm out. I can see that. And, and again, Elle Fanning's like what twelve? I don't. Know. She's she's playing a sixteen uh, year old who's lying, saying she's nineteen or eighteen, but then she admits that she's only sixteen. So, you know, that kind of undercuts things. You know what I'm saying? Kinda, well, I can't. You know. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. I prefer Gina Gershon. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Yeah. So just forget Neon Demon. Just go watch Showgirls. Same thing. All right. Uh, uh, I never I saw Showgirls. Oh, it's a terrible movie, but Gina Gershon, you know, it's worth oh, it. Oh right. yes. <laughs> uh, Tuffy, I guess you never watched Neon Demon. Nope. And, and I guess uh, the guy made another movie called. Uh, only God Forgives with um, uh, Ryan Gosling. And they right. had mentioned that is also another movie uh, you might want to check out. But after seeing Neon Demon, I'm like, fuck that. I'm not watching the other one. So uh, screw it. All right. Number eight, The Overnight. The Overnight starring uh, Adam Scott and Jason Schwartzman. Huh. What is this? Adam Scott and his wife uh, move to California. They're just settling in. His wife has a fancy job, and he's a stay-at-home dad at the moment for their, uh, like, seven-year-old boy or six-year-old boy. Well, maybe five. Let's go five-year-old boy. Maybe four. Right. In that area. Is that right. relevant? It's a little yes. kid. Okay. It's relevant. So they, they go to a park with the boy, and the little boy meets another little boy. And uh, they start palling around, and Jason Schwartzman is that little boy's dad, and they start talking. And uh, his, Scott's wife is saying, you ought to meet new people, you know, trying to make new friends out here. So they hit, he hits it off with Schwartzman. Schwartzman uh, invites him, Adam Scott and his wife, over to bring the kid and have dinner with him that night. And she's like, oh, all right, we'll, we'll go over and have dinner. And they hit it off at dinner. Everything's doing great. They're becoming fast chums, and they're, they're boozing a little bit. And uh, they want to leave, and uh, Schwartzman's like, hey, why don't you guys just stay here? You know, the, the two kids can go upstairs, and we'll put them to bed, and we can keep on uh, having a good time down here. So like, all right, yeah, it's fine. So so they start doing that. And here, Larry, what happens is uh, it seems like Schwartzman and his wife might be part of the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, so, swinging. Yeah, so the, uh, the night gets a little weird, and uh, some stuff happens. But uh, – the Overnight is definitely the movie for you if you've ever wanted to see Adam Scott or Jason Schwartzman's dicks. This is the movie you want to see. <laughs> oh, no, I, I never did. <laughs> they both show their dicks a lot. But here's right. the thing, though. I'm I'm curious because, like, the Adam Scott's character, like, part of the plot 
is uh, he's he's embarrassed that his dick's small, and and Schwartzman has a a rather large dick. So, do you think like in the casting call for this movie, <laughs> they had to like, or it was like CGI involved to make Adam Scott's dick look smaller than it is? I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I'm sh- I'm sure you could Google that up and find out. Yeah, I I don't want to because I don't want that on my search history. But um, yeah, it's I don't want to just because I don't want to see the images that'll pop up at the top of Google, anyways. <laughs> But uh, it, it turns out, Larry, that, um, again, the movie, like, weird shit's going on throughout the movie. Like, just things look weird, and, and the wife's kind of freaked out by stuff, and that the other wife starts doing weird shit. Um, so you don't know what's going on here. Is just, Are they going to build to something even more sinister than this? Or, But um, it eventually ends up where uh, it turns out this Schwartzman, like, Adam Scott thinks Schwartzman wants to have sex with his, his wife, and here uh, Schwartzman's wife thinks, no, she, he wants to have sex with you. Like he's really uh-huh. so then so then Scott's like you're all talking about it and I guess he's so won over by this he just starts giving him a hand job yeah just <laughs> relief Mike Dell he gave him relief oh that's right yeah like uh, <laughs> what, what was that in plain sight yeah in plain sight abducted, abducted in plain sight yeah yeah so so now, they, who are the wives uh, I don't I didn't recognize either of them they're they're cute though uh, two little blondes. Uh, but in the one, the one blonde, uh, Schwartzman's wife is like French as well. So that's nice. And so the wife start making out and then, you know, Adam Scott oh, yeah. is, they're all start making out on the bed together. And, um, but then their kids wake up and they, and they disrupt, they disrupt everything. So they have to ruin it. So then the movie ends, like it's the dumbest ending. Like they're, they're kind of embarrassed. Like they can't believe they got, you know, oh, we got carried away or whatever. So it's kind of awkward. They leave. And then the next scene is uh, at the end, they're uh, at the park again, and Adam Scott and his wife see the other couple, and they're like, uh-oh. So they go over, and they, they're like, hey, sorry, we haven't talked and all that. And Schwartzman's like, yeah, the wife and I are working it out. We're in counseling. We're trying to work it out. And, and that's it. That's how the movie ends. It's just huh. it's so fucking stupid. Like, I, huh. like it should have, like, even if you want to have Schwartzman and his wife saying they're trying to stay, you know, be monogamous now and be in a committed marriage, then they should have had Adam, Adam Scott and his wife go back to the bench looking like kind of dejected and then have them the, have the movie end with them hitting on another couple, you know, like inviting them to, cut, to dinner. So the cycle repeats itself. But the way it ends, it's just so stupid. I don't know. So. That's the overnight. All right. I'll pass. I want to go out of your way to see it, like, unless you yeah. really like Adam Scott's dick or Jason Schwartzman's dick. I don't know. And then, yeah. Definitely. Was there boobs in it at least? That's the thing I want to complain about here. Uh, the one lady you get to because Schwartzman and his wife, she's like an actress, but they it turns they make these weird fetish videos for like porn for people you know to enjoy. And the well, thing like that shitting she makes on is, glass uh, tables. No, her her thing is breast pumping. So they have uh, videos okay. of her pumping her breasts, and so you get to see mm-hmm. her breasts briefly. And then you don't see anything else the rest of the way. But you do see a lot of uh. dicks. Yeah, so. uh. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'll, I'll, move, I'll move along. I'm not, I don't yeah, just dicks. move along. Uh, number seven, Call Me Lucky. Call Me Lucky. Uh, call Me Lucky. This, this is a documentary about the comedian Barry Crimmins. And uh, the documentary was directed by his good buddy, uh, Bobcat Goldway. Bobcat Goldway. Who the fuck is Barry Crimmins? That I had, I'd never heard of him either. 
but he was a very famous influential comedian in the early 80s he organized like uh comedy up in boston he had his own little uh show place or put on shows and he was basically like the connecting tissue between carlin and bill hicks like he was very political in his humor but but he was actually like like a legit political comedian not like the political comedians we have today who just are propaganda for the ruling class he actually challenged the system and you know the, the catholic church and and big institutional government not just one party or the other <laughs> so so he's like a really cool dude like uh right away like early on in the documentary they they he's older now when this is this came out in 2016 or whatever so he, you know he's out of the spotlight he's living up on a a uh cabin somewhere in the woods off on his off the grid and he's like i will consider my life here on earth done when i accomplish two things when i overthrow the u.s government and i close down the catholic church i'm like wow this guy's like my twin so yeah barry kerman's very excited but so i was really excited to watch this movie and it was pretty entertaining it just goes through his career uh because it turns out like people are always wondering why he he always had like an edge to him a little angry and uh it's later in his career he he admitted that he was raped as a kid and um, uh. it was by his babysitter. But then he also, I think also some priests did something to him. But um, so then later in his life, like, well, I guess when he was like about my age in like 1994 or five, when American Online was, you know, being, becoming big, he he exposed them for protecting pedophiles and chat rooms and message boards and stuff on American Online. Like he went to Congress and like spoke in front of Congress. And so because of him, they were able to fight, do a lot of fighting against the child porn and stuff online, and but it really kind of took a toll on his life being that committed to the the cause, you know. So he kind of like slipped out of the public spotlight and everything. And and sadly, I, I looked him up then. He, he passed away last year from cancer. But uh, mm. yeah, call me lucky. I would uh, I would recommend it for anyone who's interested in comedy or corrupt government. Yeah, call me lucky. And uh, you also pick up that Bobcat Goldwaite, the reason they called him Bobcat, like, there's a lot of famous comedians throughout this documentary. Like, he was instrumental in, like, helping guys like Stephen Wright, um, Bobcat Goldwaite, uh, Dennis Leary in that area, um, Lenny. That, who's that guy, uh, Lenny, whatever? He's always around with Dennis Leary. Lenny Bruce? No, Lenny, uh, you know, um, he was in, like, Rescue Me and everything with Dennis Leary. Lenny Clark, right? No, is that his name? Anyway. No idea. Um, but I guess uh, th- when uh, Barry Crimmins was just starting out in his, like, 20s, he would put on com- comedy shows, and Bobcat Goldwith and Tom Kenny. Remember Tom Kenny, SpongeBob, ah. and from Mr. Show? Yeah. They were best buddies, and they started performing at the club and hanging out with Barry Crimmins. And uh, Barry, I guess, was named – they called him Bearcat or something. And that's why – then Bobcat became Bobcat, and Tom Kenny, they called him Tomcat, but that's how they got the nicknames, through Barry Crimmins, Like, Oh, really? Bobcat so <laughs> his name's just Bob? <laughs> yeah, and, like, Bobcat Goldwaite was, like, really good friends with him all these years, and, like, Crimmins was the guy that helped Bobcat get off drugs and, like, sobered him up, and uh, and Bobcat was real close to him right till the end, and, like, I, he was there when he passed away even, so, yeah. Huh. How about that? Call me <laughs> Yeah, I, I think that's on uh, Amazon Prime, I believe. And uh, the overnight is on Hulu, and I think Neon Demon is Netflix. 
but don't watch that. All right. Um, <laughs> number number six, Ingrid goes west. Ingrid goes west. Ooh, see, I'd rather Ingrid goes south, if you know what I'm saying. But this is the first not, movie I've heard of before. Yes. What do you know about it, Tuffy? Um, it's about somebody who's like a social media influencer and somebody else like stalks them or something. Yes. The, uh, it stars Aubrey Plaza as Ingrid. And, uh, she's a lonely lady who, uh, she's like, she gets in trouble. She gets sent to a mental asylum <laughs> for a little bit because, uh, she goes nuts. She was obsessed with one of her friends on social media and she showed up at like, uh, wedding or a party and she found out she wasn't invited so she showed up in like maester or something and she so she had to go to like you know a mental health place for a little bit and then when she gets out her mom dies and she's left alone in the world but she inherits a bunch of money from her mom so she decides i'm going west she's going out to california because her favorite instagram model or influencer played by elizabeth olsen larry is out there so she starts uh following around elizabeth is this a olsen comedy? trying to yeah, it's a comedy and a drama. It's a little bit of both. Right. Uh, but it's funny. Um, and she uh, slips her way into Elizabeth Olsen's life and becomes her best friend. And then things start to fall apart. And, yeah, so. Any make-out? Pretty good. Well, um, well, no. A little two in, the Although, pink, two in the pink, one no. in the stink? But Elizabeth Olsen does have a sex scene of sorts with her landlord who becomes her boyfriend because she needs to have a boyfriend because she told people she had a boyfriend, uh, played by Ice Cube's son. And uh-huh. he's, he's very funny because he's, like, obsessed with Batman. So it's pretty funny. Mm. So in their sex scene, she dresses up as Catwoman. So that's worth it. You want to watch that? You know what I was thinking today? Not to change the subject, but this when you mentioned Batman, it made me think of this. Because, uh, as you know, like, for Christmas, I got a robe. And I wear this robe okay. all day, every day. I'm in the house. And a lot I don't know where, how you got the robe. those tied together, but all right. All right, yeah. All right, yeah, here. It's, it's coming in together. So while I'm in this robe, sometimes I feel like Batman in it. Like, I, you know, like I'll twist it to like, you know, like to simulate like the cape flowing and whatnot. But here's the question I have. Like tonight, <laughs> I was sitting on the bed in the robe, and then like I got up. And, like, the robe got caught on, like, the, this TV tray I I have next to my bed. And I was like, what the fuck? And I got stuck, and I had to go back and pull it off. So then I started thinking, like, how the fuck does Batman's cape yeah. not get caught on, like, the corner of a building or a fucking street sign ever? Like, that's a fucking cumbersome fucking piece of equipment yeah. to carry around on your back for not really any real reason. I, I know you can kind of fly and float and shit in it, but like originally <laughs> like Adam West ain't fucking, he ain't flying in nothing. So how does that fucking, how does that cape not get caught on shit? That's why he's Batman. Like even like shutting the door to the Batmobile, you know that motherfucker would be like dangling out the bottom half the fucking time. They you wouldn't even be able to get the hatch down and shit. Well, a couple things. First, uh, Oscar had a similar issue where she used to come out with a really big kimono, and I guess yeah. the house shows she'd come out from around the back, and in the one house show she got it caught on the side, and she was kind of stuck there for a while. They had to get her out, but so she knows your pain, Larry. She understands what it's yeah, like. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And then the second point, um, that TV tray is nothing but trouble for you. Because you know? <laughs> yeah. if you remember a couple of years ago, didn't you suffer a very severe concussion by hitting your head on that TV tray? Or 
Uh, yeah, yes, that is true. Yeah, yep, yeah. I do remember. Yeah, I, yeah, I did hit my head off of it. So maybe I've had that. that thing. I've had that at least fifteen years. It, it sits next to my bed. Like I put my computer on there, and then you know I, I just I lay in bed with the iPad. Because really, I, I think we're on the way to a Stephen King novel. Because like that TV tray is like possessed, and it, it's slowly Ooh. killing you. You know what that, I mean? that could be good, or it could be a Pixar movie, or maybe <laughs> he just wants to be friends. <laughs> I suppose. I suppose. Yeah. All right. Uh, so, so that's Ingrid goes west. Um, I'd give it like a six. You know. By the way, nothing with the cape. No. All right. He's Batman. That's all. He can do yes. it. You're not Batman, so you have trouble basically it. That rope's not nearly as big. That's all I'm saying. That that cape fucking flows in the wind on some of them covers. That cape looks like it's a goddamn, like one of those American flags they bust out at the Super Bowl. My rope's not that big. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, but he's a a fucking demon, though. But he doesn't have a TV tray next to his bed either, though, so that might... (laughs) Yeah, he keeps the bat cave clear of all TV trays. So I hear you, but out on the street, there's got to be a like a garbage can, or like even just a sharp piece of like somebody's bumper. Like he doesn't catch it on the bumper ever on anything. Get the hell out of here! <laughs> that would that would be funny if like once an issue, he's just walking and he has to stop because you know, he got caught on something. That'd be pretty good. Yes, it would be awesome. At least just do it one one issue. Or, or maybe that's why Robin's there to just follow behind and free his cape up when he gets caught on things. Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck's up with his cape too? It's like a napkin. He like just tucks a napkin in the well, back of his shirt. Like, like why he doesn't want it to get caught on TV trays? He doesn't want it. But so he, they don't have you know. a cape. You know what I mean? Uh, are you are like are are you just prepping for a picnic, just in case you need a tablecloth or something? Like, bam, the bat Probably. cloth. Probably. Yeah. All right, number five, Colossal. Colossal. Hmm. Sounds big. Nothing? Hmm. No. Uh, this is Anne Hathaway and Jason Sudeikis. Mm. Yeah, I hate Jason Sudeikis, so I didn't really want to watch this. No, I again, I, uh, I earned Anne Hathaway. Oh, really? I hear she's. I, I I hear I hear rumors she's just a super bitch in real life. Oh, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, all right, so this one is uh, this she Anne Hathaway. She's living uh, like a good life in New York, and but she's a boozer. She's an alcoholic, and her uh, snooty British boyfriend kicks her out. He says, "I'm sick of it. Hit the bricks." So she goes back home uh, to uh, live at her parents' old place. Her parents aren't around anymore, but I guess they still have the house. So she goes back there to live uh, in a small town, like, I don't know, like a Greensburgish kind of town. And uh, Jason Sudeikis is a friend of hers from elementary school, and uh, he sees her walking, and they hit, you know, hey, where have you been, and all that stuff. So she needs a job, so he hires her to work at the bar he owns, uh, his dad used to own, and his parents are dead, too. and uh, They're both boozers. And here it turns out that... Uh, Whenever she goes to a playground in town, a monster appears in Korea. Like a giant Godzilla-sized monster. 
And whatever she moves in that playground, like she moves her arms and legs, that's how the monster moves. And the monster, like what? the first time it appears, it destroys a bunch of in Seoul, Korea, like destroys buildings and people are freaking out. And it's all over the news. But she gradually pieces it together, like I'm controlling that monster, and they figure it all out. So, yeah, she's controlling a monster in Korea. And then Jason Sudeikis, he can do the same thing. When he shows up in the playground behind her, there's a second monster there. And, yeah. What is this weird? Is this science fiction? (laughs) Is it a comedy? What the fuck is this? Well, here's the thing. It's actually about alcoholism and abusive relationships. (laughs) If you can... (laughs) And the monsters are kind of symbolic of things. An allegory. It's an interesting movie. Um, I don't know if it all works necessarily. Like they they do like flashbacks to show you how she got they got this power. They were basically she was they were hit by or she was hit by lightning when they were kids, and he was with her. So, and like I don't know, I could have done without that. I think it would have been better if they just didn't even explain why they got these powers. <laughs> they just they're just happening. Um, but, like, but, uh, when they're monsters uh, terrorizing a city, like, is it comical? Does it look like Mighty Morphin Power Rangers? Or are, like, people terrified and running and crying and uh, kids people are, are dying? terrified. Like, they, like, people die and shit, you know? Um, so, yeah. so it's not a jokey joke movie? No. There's some humor. It's not like a Wes it, Anderson, quirky no. little comedy thing? No, huh. it, and it gets it gets real dark by the end of it in terms of, like, alcoholism and the... Abusive relationship kind of stuff. So, what yeah. about in terms of monsters? Does it get dark? Because you know, I might watch it if it gets like good monster side of it. Because I don't give a shit about the leaving Las Vegas part of it. <laughs> uh, well, you don't see the monsters like doing all that much, but you know, just stomping uh, on stuff. Uh, but um, so it's less monster movie and more drinking movie. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm out. Again, it's an interesting movie, but it, I, I have some pretty big issues with it. But if you've never seen it, it's tough to break down. But again, I give it like a six. You know, another six mm. out of ten. Mm. Right. So a positive review, but yeah, nothing, nothing to go out of your way it, to see. It would still be fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, but barely. Yes. Yeah. But I wouldn't like go out. Like it's not like a great idea, but and, and the, the, both the leads do great jobs in terms of acting. But there's some story issues, but, you know, whatever. Mm. All right, uh, number four. Now, I'm sure both of you have heard of this. Pee-wee's Big Week or Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Pee-wee's Big Holiday. Yeah, I've heard of that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. On Netflix. Pee-wee Herman movie. Netflix original. Yeah. Larry? I don't know if I watch this or not. Is this like a? Is this kind of like a Pee Wee's Playhouse type of movie? Well, what do you mean by that exactly? Like, is it kind of like you know? Is it like an on stage where he's talking to the no. chair and all that kind of shit? No. no what is it's, it? It's like uh, Pee Wee's Big Adventure kind of movie. Like, um, Maybe I didn't see this. What does he do in it? Yeah. All right. Uh, like, I don't know how you guys feel about Pee Wee Herman, but uh, I was never a huge fan or anything. But I thought Pee Wee's Big Adventure was a great movie, like a legit good. movie. I love it. Yeah, yeah. It's, I like Big Top Pee Wee too because of what's her name. She's pretty sexy in I, that movie. I don't. Rem- I, I think I saw that in the theaters, but I don't really remember anything about it. You know, but um, Carlino Gaguno or whatever. I, I love that girl. Oh my goodness. Yeah, she's 
she's super hot in that movie. Sin City too. Ooh la and la. All right. Um. So Pee Wee's oh, Big Holiday. All right, go ahead. <laughs> so Pee Wee's Big Holiday. Uh, it's just Pee Wee living in his, in his town there, wherever I forget the name of his town. You know, a little small town. Where everyone's kind of weird and quirky. And he owns a. He's helping out. He works at a diner. He's a cook at a diner for two of his friends. And uh, one night he's there, and uh, he's about to close up the restaurant, and that Joe Mangiello guy walks in. You know that guy? Yeah. Uh huh. And uh, Sophia Vergara's husband and famous Pittsburgh Penguin fan, Joe Mangiello, or whatever. Yeah, I don't know how to say his name, but yes. Yeah. So he comes in, and he and he's playing Joe Mangiello, like he's himself. All right. And uh, and Pee Wee is smitten, like right away. Pee Wee's like, oh my god, this guy's so cool. I want to be like this guy. And here they hit it off. They're like exactly the same person. They both love the same things. And, and they, they're like best of friends instantly. Kind of like in Step Brothers, you know, when they realize they love everything the same. It's like that kind of thing. Yeah. So Joe invites Pee Wee to come to his birthday party uh, that weekend, but it's in New York City. And Pee Wee's like, well, I've never left this town. You know, I, I always, I don't like to go anywhere. I just like to live here. And, and Joe's like, come on, Pee Wee, you got to live life, you know, have some adventures, okay, let's go, come to my birthday party. So Pee Wee thinks about it, and uh, but Joe leaves, and, but Pee Wee feels bad that he didn't go with Joe, so he decides, I'm going to go to Joe Mangianello's birthday party. And uh, so it, the movie is about him trying to get to that birthday party across country. He has to mm. travel. And he encounters weird people along the way, you know. Large Marge? Um, no, but, uh, similar types of people. And, uh, I gotta right. tell you, it's very funny. <laughs> it's pretty funny. Really? Like, like Pee Wee Herman's like goofy, you know, so you know what you're getting into, but it, but at his best, Pee Wee's also very smart. And there's a couple moments in this movie that are legit funny. So, I don't know. All right. That's encouraging. It, it's, I'll it's, check it out then. It's not as, it's not as good as Pee Wee's Big Adventure, but it's not that far off. All right. Is, is this a Tim Burton movie? No. At least okay. I don't think so. It didn't look like a Tim Burton movie. But um, yeah. I mean, you got to know what you're getting into. I mean, it's Pee Wee Herman, so. But it's it's a good Pee Wee Herman, if that makes sense. <laughs> I like the Pee Wee Herman movies. I, I I'm never a fan of the Pee Wee Playhouse shit. I, yeah, I never, I never got it that either. I ne- I never got into it either. Uh, but for example, like there's one bit where <laughs> he meets these Amish people. And I don't know what they're talking about, but in order to impress them or to show them something, he he takes his balloon, he blows up a really big balloon, and then he just lets the air out slowly, like playing a song with the noise. And it's yeah. all in one take, and and it lasts like a minute, minute and a half. <laughs> it's just tremendous. All right. I don't know. It's just very funny. I loved it. I don't know. All right. <laughs> anyway. all right so there what you go. Song is big playing? holiday. That's on Netflix. But I'd, I'd, I'd probably give it like an eight if you like Pee Wee. Huh. So, yeah. That's solid. All right, Larry, I'll this is the next one. Uh, again, it's just goofy fun. Like, it's, you know, it's good. All right, so this next one, uh, I know Larry's going to love this. Number three, it's on the Netflix. The Vavitch. <laughs> the Witch. Oh, my TV. God. <laughs> Tuffy, did you ever garbage. see The Witch? No, I've not seen The Witch. I got to tell you, Larry, I liked it. I liked it. It's terrible. (laughs) (laughs) 
uh, basically like this, uh, it's set in like the, what, the 1600s or something, 1700s? I guess 1600s. Uh, this, this family gets excommunicated from their religious community, and they, they're, uh, so they're, they're going off on their own, and they got to settle somewhere on a farm and uh, out in the woods, and uh, here they, they, they think there's a witch running around. And what, Oh, the little kid disappears, right? The little kid disappears, so what happened to the little kid? They're trying to find out what happened to the little kid. And the, the sister's making, trying to calm down her, her uh, little sister or brother. And she's like, I'm a witch. And she's saying she's a witch and she's going to kill him if they don't calm down and stuff. And here there's all this weird shit happening around the family. The other kid goes missing and then he turns up dead and uh, all kinds of shit. And the family starts turning on each other thinking they're all witches. And all kind of hell breaks loose. A goat beats the hell out of a dude. Any movie where a goat beats <laughs> up a dude... <laughs> I'm all in. The, uh, yeah. the goat was yeah. good. Uh, the goat was the amazing. Goat. Yeah. Yeah. Other, other than he that, kicked the shit out of that dad. Yeah. <laughs> what, what was his name? Uh, Evil William or something? Uh, Black no, William. I thought it was like Black William. Yeah, was it Black William or I thought I keep yeah. thinking Black Earl, but it, uh, <laughs> yeah, I think it's Black William. Black. Right. Uh, yeah, the the goat is a superstar, and uh, I got to tell you, I loved it. It's basically the same essential idea as Hereditary, like uh, about a kid realizing that you know he's actually the the evil or the witch or whatever. But it's I just think it's done much much better, and I liked it. All right, well somebody has to. <laughs> that, that Jay Jay on uh, Red Letter Media there he he said it was his favorite movie of the year. It's a hipster fucking movie. Hipsters <laughs> like it. It's fucking terrible. It's garbage. All it. right, number two. Uh, this is the TV show I've seen. Brockmire. Brockmire. Oh, that's oh. right. You were watching Brockmire. It's on the Hulu. Uh, two seasons on the Hulu. I guess season three starts. Uh, April 3rd. It, it it airs on the Independent Film Channel. Tuffy, have you ever seen Brockmire? No. All right, th- this is Hank Azaria, and he plays like a uh, real famous uh, a Major League broadcaster for Kansas City. Like, uh, And he's real, like, think of the caricature of an old-time uh, baseball broadcaster, like a Vin Scully or something. Like, he's that kind of guy who wears his fancy plaid sports coat. It's a signature, and He's just real smooth on the air, just really top-tier MLB broadcaster. And then one day, his life just falls apart because he, he, he goes home and he and he finds his wife uh, with a strap-on plowing their next-door neighbor. <laughs> but but when the show opens, he's in the booth calling a game, and he's drinking. And so when it comes time for the eighth inning uh, jello inning or whatever, the home run contest, he starts calling the inning, but... <laughs> He starts talking to the fans. He's a little, you know, drunk. So he starts telling them about, you know, everything was great in my life until, oh, it was the 20th anniversary of their marriage, too. So he starts talking about his wife, and and he just starts talking about coming home and seeing um, my wife and what have to be six other naked people in what I can only describe as desperate, hungry sex. <laughs> Dude, it's so, like, he's calling the game, and in between pitches, he's telling more about what he saw at home and his wife's plowing Bob Goldstein in the ass. And it's hilarious. <laughs> it's so fucking They funny. call that pegging, Mike Dell. Pegging. <laughs> yes. So uh, he, has a ner- he has a breakdown right there on the air, and, like, you know, he gets in all kinds of trouble. And so it- then he has to have a press conference to, like, 
but he, he goes nuts at the press conference too. But anyway, uh, so he gets ashamed and he, he's run out of baseball and he spends the next 10 years going around like over the world, just getting drunk, doing drugs and banging prostitutes. Uh, and then he finally decides that uh, he wants to come back because he loves baseball. So uh, Amanda Pete is the owner of the Morristown Frackers, a small uh, minor league baseball team in Pennsylvania, Morristown, Pennsylvania. And she lures him back by telling him, you know, he'll be the team broadcaster, but they don't even have a radio deal. When he gets there, he finds out she just wants him to be like the PA announcer. And But they're going to put – but he's a big viral Internet star from 10 years ago. And, like, people like Brock Myers become a catchphrase for all kinds of things. And he has no idea because he, he's been out of the loop. He doesn't own a computer or nothing. Um, so she wants to – her idea is that if they have this guy calling games for them, they'll put up clips on YouTube and everything and – because she's trying to save this team and this town, as the town's seen better days, and uh, it's very funny. It's very funny. Here's the thing, though, mm-hmm. about the Brockmeyer. Season one is like a straight comedy, and then season two gets real dark. It's like it, it's it's still funny, but it's not. There's a lot of drama in there, and it's really about his alcoholism. And it gets super disturbing at some point. <laughs> so, season one comedy, season two like a dramedy. It's still good and still worth watching. But I, I kind of wish they would have just made it a straight comedy, stuck in Morristown, PA. I, I, I would have liked that. But um, still highly recommended. Especially, just go watch episode one. <laughs> and if you're not entertained, uh, I don't know what to tell you. Very funny. Very funny. And, and by tough, the way, man. Amanda Pete is spectacular. Oh my God! I love See, Amanda I Pete. I don't I don't care for Amanda Pete, and I don't oh. really I'm not crazy about Hank Azaria either. So I don't, yeah, I don't I don't, know if I can I don't really like Hank Azaria. I, that's why I never watched it because I was like that guy's annoying. I don't like him, but dude, he's he's very good in this. And uh, Amanda Pete is oh oh I love Amanda Pete. Ooh, lie and lie. Hmm. So. Tuffy, yeah. yay or nay? Uh, well, she's married to one of the Game of Thrones guys, so that helps. <laughs> that hey, helps? Tuffy, did you know Amelia Clark had, like, two... Do you want to be married you know to Amelia one of the Clark? Game of Thrones guys? Yeah, yeah, he does. Tuffy wants to be married to, uh, that little guy. Uh, yeah. Peter Dinklage. Yeah. Um, I just read the day that Amelia Clark had, like, two brain aneurysms after season one of Game of Thrones, and she almost died. Yeah. Almost died. Really? Apparently. Yeah. I had no idea. Oh, about that. Yeah, nobody did. She didn't tell anybody, apparently. It's crazy. Well, like, um, she told, you know, the uh, producers and stuff, but it wasn't public, I guess. Yeah. But uh, yeah, definitely go watch Brockmire. Highly recommended. Highly recommended. Mm. All right, uh, number one, this is another Netflix original. I don't feel at home in this world anymore. Have you ever heard of this? Uh, I've nope. heard of it, yeah. All right, it stars... I don't uh, what it's about, though. The, the girl who's in it, she got famous for... Uh, when her and Kate Winslet were in that movie Beautiful Creatures together way back when. And then she's been uh-huh. doing, like, little stuff here and there. She was on Two and a Half Men. I don't know if you ever watched Two and a Half Men, but... She played, like, uh, Charlie Sheen's next-door neighbor who was obsessed with him and was, like, stalking him. Rose. Uh-huh. All right, so um, probably where you know her, if anyone out there knows her. 
And uh, so she just plays like a, this nurse, nurse's aide, and she's just miserable, you know. She has no family and just living by herself. And um, Here she comes home one day from work, and, and someone broke into her house. And they stole her laptop and uh, her silverware from her grandma. And so she reports it to the cops, and the cops really do nothing. So she starts investigating the crime herself, and she gets caught up in trying to find the stuff, and she gets mixed in with uh, some crazy people, and it goes from there. And uh, she's a next-door neighbor played by Elijah Wood. He's pretty funny. He's another weird mm-hmm. little guy, but he's he's pretty fucking funny. Oh, is it a comedy? Uh, yeah, it's a comedy, but it's also, you know, there's some dark shit and violence towards the end of it. But it's so good. Like, she is so good as the star. And the writing is perfect at the beginning. Like, you could teach a class on how to set up a likable protagonist by the stuff they do within, like, the first three minutes. Right away, you love this uh, protagonist. You're on board. And it's it's really smart and really well done. There's some stuff at the ending, uh, you know, I would have issue with. But it's just really, it's really good. It's just a quirky little, it's kind of like a Raymond Chandler movie, like an old private eye movie, but um, with with the quirky characters. and uh, Again, highly recommended. I no longer feel at home in this world, I believe is what it is. It's a very long title. They could have probably done a little bit better better there. uh, Yeah, that needs needs an editor. But I I would definitely recommend that. Like Brock Meyer and that. Those are the two you should watch. Yeah. What about Neon Demon? <laughs> no, no Neon Demon. And Larry, there's another right. movie uh, they mentioned that um, I think we should watch. You've probably already seen this. But um, that, that Mike and Jay, they were saying uh, this movie's one of those so bad it's great things. It's called Wish Upon. Have you Is that a horror movie? It? Yeah. Wish Upon. Yeah, I... I, I I might have started this at one point, but I don't really remember. I, I think, I think it it's on Amazon Prime. Cover. So right. maybe the next time we can do How Did That Get Made, we could both watch Wish Upon. Maybe I'll get Miles to watch it, too, and we can break it down. All right. What, next week? or? Uh, I don't know, whatever. But, yeah, just try and watch it. Right. Oh, right. Uh, I should mention, uh, speaking of the Miles, because the, the last movie we did was Murder Party, right? Push murder party. Um, I don't feel at home what? in this world anymore. The guy who wrote that was the executive producer on Murder Party. What is Murder Party? Remember that stupid movie we watched where that guy goes to that party and um, he finds that invitation on the street and he shows up the party and everyone starts killing each other and there's a killer. You don't. Come on. Maybe I thought that was called watched... The Invitation. No, that's Murder Party. I don't think the invitation was about uh, cup, uh, it starts out with a merry a couple going to a party and they hit a coyote on the road and the guy gets out and, like has to kill the dog or whatever. Which one of those movies has like where they show up at the house and it has something to do with like he's the ex of like the woman of the house who's with a new guy. That, that has to be the invitation. Murder party is all about it's all like six, seven, twenty-year-olds. And these people have never acted in movies before. These are like the first time they're ever in front of a camera, it seemed. It was real low-budget, student kind of film. Did I watch this? Yes, we talked about it with Miles Watson on the show. 
I have no idea. I don't remember any of this. <laughs> None. Uh, but anyway, the I guy that wrote... All right. <laughs> I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore was an executive producer on that movie, <laughs> which is weird. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think the guy that did this movie, uh, I Don't Feel at Home Anymore, uh, I think he also did that movie Blue Ruin. I think he directed that and wrote that, maybe. But I've heard I've good never heard about of that, that, but either. I haven't seen it. I've heard good things about it, but I haven't seen it. Isn't there a movie called, like, Blue Orchid, where, like, it's just a lot of making out with the ladies? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think so. All right. All right. But, yeah, we'll but maybe we'll watch up. Wish Upon. Yeah. All right. But uh, what have you watched this week, Larry? Uh, Well, we watched the other night, we watched... um. It's called Breaking In. And it's basically like, uh, you know, these guys break into this house. The woman's there with her kids, and they went into the safe. And the mom gets separated from the kids, and then she fights back type of movie. You know, nothing great, but Gabrielle Union's in it, and she's super hot. So it makes it worthwhile. I like that lady. So, But, you know, nothing great. It's just you know, like a you know, she just takes matters into her own her own hands, starts fucking people up. All right, Tuffy, did you see breaking in? No. Did you see breaking two? Electric boogaloo. Uh, Yeah, breaking in two electric boogaloo. Um. Oh, and then today I watched a little movie called The Dirt. Oh, about Motley Crue? Yeah. Yeah, I watched that when I got home from work. Because I, I saw a headline yeah. today that people were upset because the documentary, it's a documentary about Motley Crue, correct? It's not a documentary, no. It's a biopic. Oh, it's a oh, it's a biopic. Well, I guess people were upset yeah. that the biopic does not talk about the, uh, I guess they were in trouble with, like, you know, assaulting ladies in their past. Uh, they, they, I mean, they show some things. Tom, they show Tommy Lee hitting his woman. They show, yeah, they showed some, they showed, like, uh, Nikki Six and his mom, like, going at it, and, hmm. I don't know. Um, The Dirt, Mike Dell. So, basically, it's a biopic with the, with the Motley Crue guys. By the way, Machine Gun Kelly plays Tommy Lee, which I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't, I wouldn't even have known that was him. Like, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know that kid all that well anyways or whatever, but, like, I, you know, he does a good job. Like, here, here's the here's the thing with the, the movie. Like, it's very wink-wink. It's campy. It's cheesy. There's a lot of talking right into the camera kind of, you know, thing going on. Like, it's very aware of itself. It's fun, though. Like, I liked it. Um... You know, I, I saw people bitching about it, and like, all right, I get it, but it is very—it's like it's—it's it's comical. I don't know, like it's kind of funny at times, but I mean, they touch serious shit in there too. But like Mick Mars is his character in that movie's pretty funny. He's like the cranky old man, and he has like the good cranky old man one-liners and stuff. But if you like Motley Crue, which I, you know, I loved Motley Crue when I was younger. Yeah, I do. Or I did. <laughs> Like shot the devil and that kind of stuff. Yeah, I, I was way into Motley Crue back then. <laughs> but you know, I was what? I was like 
13, 14. I don't know. I thought it was Did, cool. did you have your hair all and then, like, out? Hairspray and shit? Uh, no, no. <laughs> and like even up to like Doctor Feelgood, I was kind of on board, and then after that, I was kind of out. But yeah, I, I love Molly Crew, so it's fun. I recommend it, if, especially if you like Molly Crew. It's a good time. There's a lot of fucking in it. There's a lot of titties. Who's Motley Crew lead singer? Vince Neil. And who's Poison's lead singer? Uh, Brett Michaels. Okay, I confuse the two of them all yeah. the time. <laughs> yeah, I know my hair bands. I know my hair bands. No doubt. Don't fuck with Larry and yeah. the hair bands. That's true. Um, Let me see. Did I watch anything else? Oh, you know what I got? I got. I don't know if I mentioned this last week on the show, but Private Eyes, I ordered Private Eyes last week. <laughs> yeah. On Friday. Yeah, so... Uh, when we went grocery shopping Sunday morning, I got home at like 9.30, boom, it was already like on the porch waiting for me. So I watched Private Eyes. Yeah. I watched it, well, one and a half times on Sunday because I fell asleep Sunday night when we watched it again. But then I came home and I watched it again Monday. So I, I, I got my Private Eyes in this week, so I watched that you know, a couple times. Do it hold up? Uh, yeah, it does hold up still. That's I love good. that movie. And I noticed you tweeted out a, a, a tweet this week that you're eating Dippin' Dots cereal or something. Oh my god! <laughs> and then in They're the background, so fucking good. And then in the background, that Private Eyes was on your TV. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I was watching it. Yeah, because I, I, you know, we were at the store and it's like, hey, look at this stuff, and I was like, oh, banana split cereal. I was like, all right, so. I've never had the dipping dots, like the actual dipping dots. I've never eaten those things, and I yeah, definitely never had the cereal. Let's recap for the people who aren't familiar with dipping dots. Here's all I know about dipping dots: is they always had like a little kiosk at the mall, and it would say dipping dots, ice, the future of ice cream, or ice cream of the future, yeah. or something like that. And I guess <clears> it was like little balls of ice cream. Is that what it was? I think they have, like, a shell around them, though, that you kind of suck away. Like, kind of like, remember how uh, Jell-O Puddin' Pops? Jell-O Puddin'. <laughs> remember how they used to have that little ice shield around them, and then you got yeah. into the the actual fuck? Well, I think, yeah. I think it's the same premise, but on, like, a micro level. And oddly enough, that ice shell on Jell-O Puddin', made with Rohypnol. Made with Rohypnol. Just strange. Oh, man, if I had the Thunder... Thing ready to go. <laughs> oh, no. It's the Cosby joke. But, uh, all right, so uh, yeah, the Dippin' Dots ice cream. Uh, so the I cereal, it, does it have like yep. uh, ice cream in it? What? <laughs> I don't understand. Uh, well, it doesn't have ice cream in it. Like I didn't even know this. I just thought it was like banana split cereal. I thought it was like little chocolate balls, little strawberry balls, little banana balls. So like, <laughs> I poured a bowl. And, like, I got the milk in, and I started eating it, and I'm like, what the fuck's in this cereal? Like, it's not, it's definitely not, like, the texture of Cocoa Puffs. There's something else in here. So they do have these clusters of, like, dipping Dots. I don't know what it is. It kind of, it, 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 it has an ice creamy taste to it as it dissolves in your mouth while you're chewing it. But it's not wow. cold or anything. It's, you know, it's room temperature. And I was like, holy fuck. These are little dipping Dots in this cereal. I didn't even know. It, they're so fucking good. My God, I could eat a whole. I, I could eat that whole box right now. I love it. Oh yeah. Yeah. Is it already? So yeah, after I cereal list is this like number one now? Uh, no, but I mean, 
I could see it also being a cereal like I, I'll eat a lot of in, in the next month or two, and then I'll hate it after that because I, I overdid it. Well, I just know it sounds healthy. Yeah, it's definitely healthy. <laughs> so the other night, yeah, I think that was Sunday night, I, I, I ate a huge bowl of them, and I was like, man, those were so good. And then I was like, I'm just going to eat them right out of the box. Fuck the milk. Yeah. So that that's when we were watching <laughs> Private Eyes. And I was like, I got to take a picture of this because I know Jason Molinero, who won our uh, <laughs> fantasy football league, he's a, a huge cereal eater too. So I wanted him to be on the lookout for him. He's had too much sugar cereal. Well, I'll eat any cereal. Yeah. I really will. Huh. As long as it has little pieces of ice cream in it. <laughs> That's all. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, like, do you think it's like that astronaut, astronaut ice cream stuff? Like the same kind of stuff? Kind of. It kind of feels like that. Yeah. All right. Well, it's go. good, though. Hey, tu- hey, Tuffy, what about you? You seen anything worthwhile? Uh, well, this week I watched season four of Game of Thrones. So, Ugh. yeah, still working at that. Watched the first 40 minutes of that uh, HBO documentary about the blood test lady, scam artist, whatever. The this inventor. Blood in blood. Silicon Valley or something? Yeah. How, what, no what, what medicine was she making and lying about? She was supposed to be making a device that could run a bunch of different blood tests on a very small amount of blood. So instead of having to go to a doctor and have them draw a bunch of blood and send it off to the lab and all that process, it was you just go, like, do sort of like a diabetes, like a sugar level test type pinprick on your finger, and then that little amount of blood would be able to do all the same tests. Oh, I see. Except that's not nearly enough blood to do any of the tests. <laughs> so was she just like making up results? Or what she doing? Yeah, so uh the documentary so far is kinda like I don't know if this needs to be two hours to really get through the point, which was it was Silicon Valley, so she acted all secretive about I can't let anybody know about my product and how it works but still a bunch of people gave her hundreds of millions of dollars investing in her company and then it was all just a scam. Because they could never make the products that she promised. Like, she started out with good intentions, and then once she started getting money, she kept saying, it's successful, we're basically there, it's pretty much done. And then it was not even close ever. It's kind of like this radio show. Every year we say we're getting close. It's almost going to be successful. Yeah. It's a different tonight, though, Mike Dell. Yeah, we got 13 likes. I think it's more than that now. Up to 25. 20. 25 people like it. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Look out, Mark and Aaron. Hey, hey, Tuffy, you got Naomi to four stars today. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, yeah, about that game. What the hell is an invasion? I I played it. I still don't know what it is. Yeah, it's the worst. Larry, I, th- I saw we didn't even get to play, right? We joined a team, but there wasn't even enough people on our team, so we didn't even do anything. Is that what happened? Yeah, that's what happened, you know? <laughs> so that's nice. Yeah, that that was the better way to go, I think. <laughs> yeah. What did you get in your little reward box? Uh, I got 6,000 headliner chips, whatever, and yeah. 350,000 coins. Yeah. 
Well, well, saying, well, well I saw, better, better I than saw a lock other people box, in our but... faction. Other people in our faction, they were pulling like 5,000, 6,000 DBOC diamonds out of those things. Oh, yeah, well, my team like... got our dicks kicked in, so that didn't help. <laughs> but, Larry, that'd be like 10 comets. So congratulations to those people. Yeah, exactly. That'd also be like $100 if you were going to buy it off of them. <laughs> hey, hey Tuffy, thanks to you in the lockbox, though, I was able to get a uh, – one of the things I got was one of them uh, dumbbell things, and I needed one of them yeah. to level up Rusev to three-star silver because now uh, i got to get him to 5,000 so Brock gets another blast gem. There's just going to be blast yeah. gems out plenty for Brock when he gets going. And uh, also, uh, yeah, I needed – I turned out today, and I I got some diamond crates from that Jericho tour, and I actually got the Macho Man thing I needed. So then I needed four of those winged feet deals. So I spent 200 cash to buy one of those cases. I got three of them. So I needed one. So I'm like, what the fuck? So I, I looked, and I, I tried to farm one on that guide, you know, go to that tour to get the best odds of doing it. And here I got one my first try. That's nuts. Nice. Yeah, what are the odds? 1.7%. Yeah. That's what the odds are. And I got it. First crack. So that's how Naomi yeah. got the four stars. But, uh, I don't know. Fucking A. Yeah, I'm still working oh. on Paige. I got her to gold. I got her to gold. Oh. I love Paige. Yeah, she, she's at silver right now. I can get her to gold. I got all the, you know, I just got to, I need, I'm so burned out on training points. I need the uh, black and red. So, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. I hear you. Here's the question I have. Like, is this, is this the WrestleMania event going on right now? Like, is this I a think big... So. Remember last year yeah, they had I a huge, so. like... Yep. Because I'm not wasting my fucking shit on these fucking stupid things so I can get a vault oh, and a, open up, like... Like, people a, on that Reddit, an, Reddit page are like, oh, just say, just wait for the WrestleMania event. All the events below. So just do yeah, it. Yeah, this all yeah. Uh, started with kind of the Royal Rumble event. I think this is what they are now. It's like, you get tokens yeah. for vaults. That's pretty much all we're doing now. Yeah, I don't. I don't stop. give a shit about them. I just do it to have something to do, you know. Yeah. But I remember last year, I thought uh, like the like they actually had good prizes and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, they're not yeah they doing did this year. And now, the last three I think events have all been like this. So I think yeah. this is the way they do them now. Yep. You know what I read too was. Uh, I, I saw somebody say something about, like, all that bullshit in your locker. Like, you know, hey, I got yeah. 600,000 shamrocks. Like, you're going to be yeah. able to trade that stuff in for something. But once again, it's well, like, I... oh, here's here's 600,000 shamrocks, and you'll give me back, like, three shards for one of them star-filling things for the green one or whatever, you know? It's like, I don't hey, know, hey, did, you, did you buy that Andre thing, $5 uh, for Andre? No, I already... No, I already got Andre. But do you have him three solid stars, though? I got him four stars. But is, are they solid, though, the three stars? Like, I had him four I stars, but he was only two solid stars. So for five bucks, you got 500 cash, and you got a fuse-up, so I filled in his third star. Yeah, I didn't realize that was a fuse to, like, do that. Yeah, so he he jumps from, like, nine, seven... Like nine seven thirty or something up to seven zero. Yes. Yeah, oh. Oh, maybe I'll buy that for ten. I didn't realize it did that. I don't know if it's know. still going Way on. Go- I, I don't know if it's still there. I think it might be gone. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, whatever. 
But it was actually like good value because you got the normal five dollars in cash. Then you got like training points. You got six hundred thousand coins too, I think, and the solid stars. Like, eh, all right. No, it's gone. But think if you didn't have Andre, you got a three-star Andre for five bucks. Why can't they do that? I was kind of pissed about that. I mean, I realized that I got it for free, you know, because I I logged on after WrestleMania. They they gave them away to anybody that logged on after WrestleMania. But uh, fuck that, man. I I worked on it for two years, too, and now you're just giving them away at three stars for five bucks. Why can't I get Oscar for five dollars? Exactly. I'd I'd give single bronze star Oscar I'd pay for. Just give me Oscar, damn it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I just want, just let me buy who I want for Christ's sake. Well, <laughs> I, I guess that doesn't work either because then everybody would just buy all the same guys. You know, you'd just be fighting Purple Rollins and Yellow Macho Man and Piper. Like it would just be the same people from everybody. But at least once in a while, just throw somebody out there. Mm-hmm. You know what I did too? I I dropped twenty bucks the other day. Because they had that, like, NWO crate, so I got 10 coins because I was trying to get, like, Charlotte <laughs> or yeah. Piper or Macho Man, any of those. So such a waste. what did I pull out of there? I pulled out a three-star Christian, which I was only 20 Ooh. shards away from getting him uh. anyway. <laughs> and it's just like, I was like, you know... The board shook, and I was like, oh, somebody new, and it's three-star. And I was like, oh, Christian, I was going to get him anyway in, like, five seconds. But if, if like, you would have got him just with shards, would he have been three-star gold, or would he have been, like... No, well, he was only three-star bronze, but no, he wouldn't have been three-star anything, but who cares? Because then I look it up, and he's, like, third, fourth tier, so it's like, whatever. You love Christian. I I, I got... He's all right, but, I mean, i got to work on X-Pac, I think, next. And also, it's the brood Christian, which is pretty lame, you know? Yeah, but, you know, I'm sure with Edge, they get something, something. I don't know. And I think you need them for some, something on the tour somewhere. you got to fight Edge and Christian against somebody. I don't know. I saw somebody saying that. But whatever. <laughs> couldn't you give me Charlotte? I couldn't have got, you know, Piper. I love Piper. I, I did get more uh, Christian shards today. I think I have like sixty. Yeah. Two hundred. Fingers crossed. It's still only seven hundred and eighty Oscar shards away. So oh, day now. <laughs> yeah, that could be what maybe seven years, eight years, something. Yeah, close. Getting close. All right. So, yeah. so what else, Toffee? Anything else? Uh, no, I just did a four pull on the, <laughs> on the torches. Or... No, on the, whatever, the Kevin Nash loot that they got now. You I actually spent cash on that? Game cash, not real yeah. cash. <laughs> how many, 80, how much is a four pull? The 2000 game cash. I got 20 Natalia shards. Uh, forty sting shards, eighty Booker T shards, <laughs> and thirty. Uh, what is that? Scott Hall shards, I guess. I don't know. No, Kevin Where's Nash. Razor Oh, Kevin Nash. I I got some Razor Ramon mm-hmm. shards today, but again, still like seven hundred away or whatever. So it doesn't matter. No, so I can't buy him for five more. bucks. 
370 more Kevin Nashards, and I'm good to go. <laughs> yes. You know why I didn't, like, I wasn't interested in that thing is because I was like, well, there's like three Kevin Nashes I could possibly have on my roster. Like, no thanks. <laughs> yes. I already got one, and I don't, yeah. I'm not touching them. Yeah. Like, unless he has a microphone, no thanks on Kevin Nash, because that guy's terrible in the ring. <laughs> you don't like Big Boot in the corner and accidental powerbomb? Those don't do it for you? <laughs> no, 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 not at all. Huh. No. Hey, uh, a- Tuffy, uh, I don't know if you've been following my Twitters about my Chell exploits, but I've been lighting it up on the uh, Chell. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I haven't played that game in a while, so. Dude. Larry, listen to this. The the goal streak ended last night, but there was a six-game span where I scored 17 of my team's 19 goals. Holy hell. And In in the final two games of that stretch, I had a four-goal game, and then the next game I had a five-goal game, and in those two games I combined 46 shots on goal. (laughs) I was just lighting it up. I don't know what was going on. I was just dominating, dominating. Well, the the, the first game where I had, to, I had 28 shots on goal in that four-goal game, I only had one other teammate on the team because when people quit, the computer takes them over. So that's the best because then I can dictate the game. Like, you can call for a pass. So, it, so I actually execute in uh, – because normally you're in there with just random dudes. They have no idea what the fuck they're doing, and they never give you the puck. But the computer is much better. So I could just keep giving, having them feed me the puck, and oh man, I was just hammering shots. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, dude. I, I then last night I played one game. I scored a goal the first game. Then the second game I got shut off. But uh, so uh, seven game goal streak. But just lighten it up, Larry. Lighten it the fuck up. Yeah. Like, do they keep stats in, in this jail or whatever? Yeah, but it's kind of fucked up because like sometimes the games will get there'll be glitches and like the game will count as a game played, but then all your stats are lost. So th- mm. the numbers are fucked up, but officially I have like 91 or 92 goals and 184 points, I think in like 160 games, but that game total is way off and the point total is way off too. In terms of like, it's probably like 220 and 140. <coughs> I- I've been re- doing really good lately. So yeah. Uh, that's good. Are you you? Yeah, it's little me. And I got my uh, – because yeah. you know what? I went four games without a goal, and I was like, something's got to change. So I went back to my narwhal skates, and I've been lighting it up since I put the narwhal skates back on. So. Mm. <laughs> Is that that creature narwhal. we talked about? Yes, we talked about it last week, the narwhal skates. Yeah. Right. See, I remember that. I don't remember Murder Party. Yeah, I, you you like because remember the the kid was tied up in a chair and he told a story about I don't know he pooped his pants walking up the stairs or something and you thought it was hilarious you said that was like the funniest <laughs> moment of the movie yeah I kind of remember that now I can't remember what the story was but there was a good funny line in that movie yeah I I, I now I remember it now I do they're in a warehouse yeah there was a girl there yeah and there was a girl. like a, a rich snotty kid. And the guy lived at home in his little apartment. And he had a cat, and the cat was in his chair. And at the beginning of the movie, he wouldn't let he didn't move the cat. But then when he came home from the murder party, he just moved the cat out of his chair and took and sat down. Yeah. See that? Yeah. That's character arc. Yeah. <laughs> and murder party. Oh yeah. 
There was deep. <laughs> so, uh, I almost wrote a thesis on it. <laughs> Man, that movie's terrible. But uh, all right, well, uh, maybe next week, wish upon. I don't know. Watch that. Yeah. Huh. Tuffy, every maybe dip and dots. <laughs> <laughs> no, and I don't really understand how those are in the cereal because I thought the deal was like they have to be kept like super cold when they were the ice cream form. Yeah, because it was always like, the yeah, problem is liquid nitrogen. I thought you had to keep them colder than most freezers can keep things, which is why they never caught on commercially. And you can only buy them at like you know specialty stands. Yeah, but I don't know. I don't know. Hey, Larry, why don't it's you go, through, go up the ingredients to Dippin' Dot cereals and let's read them. Let's, I wonder what that sounds like. I probably couldn't even pronounce them. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably I'm sure it's even, vegan. Yeah. And organic. It probably is. It might be, uh, there's probably no GMO in it either. It's probably extra GMO. <laughs> yeah, um, or MSG. Oh, here you go. Whole grain corn, sugar. There you go. Banana so. split flavored cluster, and then in parentheses, I guess this is made with sugar, brown rice flour. I like brown rice. Palm kernel and or palm oil, natural flavor, soy lecithin, color. Uh, you always want a cereal to have color in it. Uh, made with vegetable juice. Oh, and, and, and turmeric <laughs> extract. So you're eating some turmeric in there, so that's nice. Uh, non-fat milk, cocoa powder, processed with alkali, and you got cornmeal. Whole grain oats, corn syrup, canola oil, salt, color. Um, I like when they have to list color several times. Uh, this is caramel uh, or caramel color, vegetable and fruit juice, baking soda, natural flavor. So there you go, it's natural. Vitamins and minerals. Look at that, Larry. You got vitamins <laughs> and minerals. Yeah, they didn't. They, they put them both in. That's what I'm saying. Sounds, sounds pretty healthy. A serving size is one cup. Yeah. Um, so I guess in a box, I usually it's about ate 15 a... servings. Okay, so I usually eat probably about seven and a half servings per. I got to tell yeah. you, I'm uh, the the sugars per serving. I'm a little surprised at this low. It's only eleven. I was expecting way higher than that. So. That's what I'm saying. It's good for you, and it tastes good. <laughs> They also have a cookie, okay. cookies and cream flavor, so I'll have to try that, too. Yeah, I'm going to have some. As soon as we hang up, I'm having some, so <laughs> suck on <laughs> that. <clears throat> yeah. Did you ever Tuffy, have a banana you eat for dinner? in real life? Like, yeah. Have you ever had a banana? Hell yeah. Hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Never had. Never had I had a whole frozen place. pizza for dinner. Hey. Oh, what kind? Frozen pizza. Uh, Jack's Supreme. Oh, okay. I've seen Jack's. Jack's any good? Yeah, but I put like a whole bunch of extra cheese on it, so that that's really what. Uh, makes it. Nice. Sounds good. So yeah, that's like All I right. don't know, sixteen hundred calories or something. Yeah, but you didn't eat anything else, so it all balances out. Yeah. What'd you have for lunch? Peanut butter and jelly and a banana. Yeah. Huh. Well, that's protein. It's healthy. Cheap. And cheap. Yeah. Frugal. 
That's all. It's frugal. Yeah, that's what I eat for lunch pretty much every day. PB and J and a banana. Yeah. Do you ever have a peanut butter and banana sandwich? Didn't Elvis used to eat those? Peanut butter and banana? Yeah. Had it. Yeah. Never had it, but, you know, I get it. Sounds disgusting. I've definitely had it. It's not disgusting. No, I think it, it would taste good. It's just, it's a little, like, not dry, but it's, it, it's, it's, it's chewy, you know what I mean? When you get the peanut butter and the bananas all mashed together, it, like, you know, it sticks to the roof of your mouth, that's for sure. Yeah, I think you'd want the banana to be pretty ripe on that one. Yeah. I like the jelly. The jelly cuts the peanut butter. What kind of jelly you like, Tuffy? Uh, I got some blackberry jelly. Ooh, nice. Oh, nice. look at him. Yeah. yeah. Fancy. Now, do you go jelly, jam, or preserves? <laughs> I think these are preserves that I'm using. Wow, yeah. There you go. He's a one percenter over there. Look at Tuffy. Yeah. yeah. Thurston Hawk. Well, I mean, that's where he's spending his money. Yeah. Blackberry preserves. Jar of uh, Jif extra crunchy peanut butter and then some blackberry preserves. Mm. You like the extra crunchy, do you? Yeah, that's the way to go. Huh? Did you ever have organic peanut butter? No, oh, it sounds disgusting. Crunchy. Yeah, it's different. It's because uh, when you get the organic peanut butter, you open it up and all the oils on top. Mm, yeah, I've seen. Like, yeah, I don't want to have to. Uh, I don't want to have to work for my peanut butter. You know. <laughs> I used to. Yeah. I used to eat a lot of peanut butter, and then uh, I got violently ill. I think I got a bad jar or something. Like, uh, I ate it twice, and both times I got violently ill. So I'm like, mm. I haven't had peanut butter. You know butter where you don't get violently ill? Jif. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. It is true. I never got sick eating Jif peanut butter, but the organic peanut butter about killed me one time. So, yeah. 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 It, it was the violently better. ill where you're like walking to the bathroom because you're never going to be sick and you don't make it. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was rough. I haven't thrown up yeah. in. I haven't thrown up in like 37 years, so I have no idea. Well, well, this was back when I was still married, and uh, to get to the bathroom, I walked through the bedroom, but A minus was sleeping at the time, and I just puked all over the hallway in the, in the front of the bathroom. And th- thankfully, she just slept through it all. I didn't tell her. Mm. <laughs> 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 you ever barf on her? <laughs> no. <laughs> you ever projectile vomit? Well, yes, that's what that was. <laughs> it was everywhere. Uh, well, I didn't know if it just came out or if it actually shot out of <laughs> your mouth. No, it, it it was like a fire hose. It was pretty bad. No, you look like you look like Reagan from uh, The Exorcist. <laughs> it looked like those old uh, skits on Saturday Night Live where they have the tube up their sleeve. And they just yeah, 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 yeah. You know, one of them deals. Yeah. Good time. Huh. All right. Um, well, thanks, Tuffy. And uh, yeah. I thank the Ed. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> thank the Michigan Frank. <laughs> Yeah, hey, thanks, Frank. If they go to the Facebook page and like it, you could win a snow yeah. globe. <laughs> that was like number three. And a, oh, and a, and a Punka. 28, Mike Dell. 28. Oh, yeah. 28. Yeah. People like you, Mike Dell. I find that Yeah, ugly. they do like you. Well, <laughs> you Pretty sure there's all, there's all Russian bots on Facebook. <laughs> 
trying to swing the election. Yeah. <laughs> I see Daryl in there. I see Daryl in the in the mix of likes. Frank is colluding with the Russians. I know it. Hmm. I could see that. All right, and uh, next week to... we'll do something. Next, I, well, next week maybe Wish Upon. Yes, yeah, Wish Upon. Go watch it. Amazon Prime. You can watch it. Or right. watch well, season we five of Game of Thrones. That's what I'll be doing this week. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> it just seems so boring. No, it's great. Uh, Larry, you should at least watch the first two seasons because, you know... Oh, yeah, no, not like, hey, Larry, you should try the first episode. No, hey, Larry, you should at least commit 39 well, hours to this show. But the first, 20 season, hours the first episode is really good, but there's a lot of Natalie Dormer and Amelia Clark naked in the first two seasons. So. I hear you, but, man, there's so much bullshit to sit through to get to those scenes. Yeah, I guess technically just Google Amelia Clark, Natalie Dormer, naked Game of Thrones, and it'll be a lot faster. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. That would be fast. I feel like a... I feel like a dirty old man. You are a dirty old man. I know, but it's different if it's on Pornhub. Like, I didn't put that there. Like, I just went to Pornhub and it just came across. But I'm out looking for it on Google. It's different. Huh. All right. All's fair on Pornhub. All right. And, uh, oh, go to 19books.com and buy uh, Brandon, his book of poetry. Who would you be? Who would you be? And by Honest yeah. John Raises Cain by Mike Dell. Oh, that's right. Yeah, Honest John Raises Cain. And I'll, I'll be putting it? out a book. Uh, I have it. Yeah, he has it. That's all I ask. You don't have to read it. Um, yeah, I have it too. I'll be, I'll be putting out a book for a fella in a couple of weeks, but uh, it's it's based on his. It's a fictional account of, uh, but it's based in reality and what this kid went through in D.C. during the '80s. So meaning. Like political, he, he was involved with a very famous person who was doing very shady things with similar, with similar connections to what we talk about a lot on this show. <laughs> Put that oh no! P I Z D A. So uh, there you go. All right. Um, Isn't that where Ping Pong's at? Isn't that down there? Comet Ping Pong or whatever that's called. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. yeah. yeah Comet account's been tweeting more this last few weeks. Oh, oh, you follow the Comet Ping Pong account? No, the the obedient worker. Oh, whatever, yeah, the obedient worker. Yeah. Four thousand and eight, whatever number you're up to. <laughs> I think it's just obedient worker four, but yeah, I, I've been tweeting a bit more recently. You know, getting uh. Trying to get back to the life, I guess. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Anyway. Something. So, uh, all right. Next week. Did you buy any games, Mike Dell, for your PlayStation? No, I just play Chell every night. Uh, I like the Chell, you know. Mm-hmm. I like the Chell. Are you on a headset? No. no. Uh. I don't want to talk right. to anybody. I just hey, by the way, last goals, week, Larry, scoring goals. That's all I want to do. Yeah. Speaking of talking, this has nothing to do with it. But uh, last week when I did Jank's podcast, you know they they oh, recorded. About that, yeah. So, uh, How did yeah, that? Yeah. So I I uh, it was all right. So I uh, I did that Skype thing, and it's so easy. 
<laughs> so we're we're spending forty dollars a month for nothing. Is you're telling me? Basically, because like <laughs> all you do is like you just hit the button, and I don't know how they're recording it. I don't know what program and shit they're using for that. But like it sounds crystal clear and stuff. And I just laid. I didn't have to like put a headset on. I, no, I just talked. My computer just you know picked it up with the microphone. It was nice. Yeah, because but then Jank has to do all the work. It's put the show together and upload. And like he uploads it to Blog Talk. But if we weren't on a Blog Talk anymore, where would we upload it? You know. I don't know. The Facebook page. You can upload it to the Facebook page. <laughs> That's true. I don't know. Will they let you upload huge audio files to Facebook? And... Uh, no yeah, idea. but then they'll just um, mine all of the data and sell it on to a <laughs> right. hundred other companies. Yeah. So, just be careful with that Facebook because uh, you were getting that ad revenue from Blog Talk and then you tried to sass them and they said, none for you anymore. <laughs> I know. They cut us off. Bastards. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> uh, all right. So, uh, I don't know all what right. movies going to watch tonight. i got to watch two more movies. I try to watch movies every night now. I don't know what to watch tonight. What about, why don't you watch some Twilight Zones? Nah, I'm good. So, maybe I'll watch more uh, Half in a Bag and get more movie recommendations. And then... When's that flea bag Watch start? That, uh, wasn't, wasn't that soon? Oh, I don't know. Watch that Valley Uprising. That's a good documentary. Valley about the up- Yosemite Valley. I think that's what it's called. Oh, that mountain climbing thing you told me about? Yeah. Good documentary. Alright. I'll look into it. Uh, I'm pretty sure Fleabag's... I think it started already, Mike Dell. Really? I don't know. It says season two, episode one, March fourth, two thousand nineteen. What was that on? Was that Prime or? I thought that was. Uh yeah. Uh, that's yeah. On Prime. It was on Prime. Oh, uh, maybe it's on. It's like TV they're not all out at once. Okay. I think it's on a BBC yeah. over. Okay. I don't know. So whatever. All right, I'm done. I'm very sleepy. Yep. All right, uh, so thanks to Tuffy, and did you thank everybody, Mike Dow? Yep. Michigan Frank, all right, good, good, good. Next week, something, something. Stalling for time. Uh, Pass the gin, Governor.
Okay, guys, we've cleaned out the refrigerator. I think we're just about ready to build the perfect pizza. Human pizza! P-I-Z-Z-A. Human pizza! P-I-Z-Z-A. Thank you very much.